everybody, and welcome to Naruto Review-To, a Naruto Shippuden rewatch podcast. My name is Kim, and I'm joined today by Jesse. Hey everyone, I'm Jesse, and I'm excited to talk about grief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Tim. Everybody, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Thank you for coming to the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh. Hello, it's me. I'm excited to eat cigarettes. Yay, yeah. yum, yum, yum. My favorite yeah. treat. Num, 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 num. Gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> How we Do all we doing? have a new best episode of Naruto? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best episode of Naruto, parentheses, no fight. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I completely mm-hmm. agree. Damn. Yep, episode eighty-two is my ultimate crying. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but, like I had my kitty boy, my little laser, and my nestled up in my the crook of my thing. I was just like, ah, I don't like these emotions. Get out of here. Yeah, no, I was definitely getting choked up rewatching it as well. It's intense. Yeah, we should all get tattoos of Naruto characters, and yes. um, I want Naruto. Uh, stabbing his hand like the uh, yes! uh, cross stitch that uh, Jesse did. Jesse obviously gets some sort of Shikamaru cool thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, I'm sure, uh, you know, you guys need to lock in at some point, but <laughs> yeah. there has to be a screen in this this one where like, where he's like lit from beneath and he's like, me and my homies are gonna do revenge murder, bitch! Get out of my way! Karen Tsunade, get out here! Yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to get the English word for love tattooed on my forehead. Yes! <laughs> but you got to be really upset from that point onwards. I'm also, just like really upset with eyeliner. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get like tattooed eyeliner way too big and mm. then uh-huh. love on my forehead. You got to go full you, mind freak. <laughs> what would you do if I was gone for like two weeks like a like a 1950s unwed pregnant woman uh and then came back and i had naruto whisker tattoos yes. <laughs> okay, so, so we do we need to do life life tonight or, uh, <laughs> that would be, be like frantically texting jennifer just like did you know this happened <laughs> yeah i thought it was funny <laughs> oh my god honestly i've been sitting on two shikamaru tattoos one of them is just of like it's a face shot of him um doing something and then the other one is my current twitter banner which i really like which is a light spoiler but tim if you want to look at it you can Um, (laughs) Um, just on twitter and all sorts of weird tweets (laughs) your bullshit doesn't scare me i like that yep 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 where it's just yeah i know that people have called this the shikamaru arc and uh, Tom Gibbis said something that Shikamaru does. He didn't say what he did, or maybe he did. I didn't know how to put it in context. <laughs> but basically, he was bragging about how cool Shikamaru is. Yeah. So yes. I'm very hopeful that this is uh, all a part of that. Hell yeah. Hell Shikamaru yeah. slaps. Shikamaru is the main character, as we've seen by the opening <laughs> and these yeah. episodes. We get to see what side smart. character Naruto was doing. Yeah. We get a <laughs> yeah, right. That was such like a mood break when it's just like, oh yeah, Naruto's here. <laughs> <laughs> There's three of them. <laughs> it's like I, it's weirdly they're like, okay, we maybe we should save this uh and and talk about it later. But yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I will say when it cuts back to Naruto after just like this extreme amounts of grief that Team Ten is going to and he's like upset because he can't get the jutsu right. I just kept thinking of that, like keeping up with the Kardashian scene where it's just like people are dying, Kim. Dying, Kim. <laughs> Same. All right. Well, you know who will live eternally? Our Kage's baby. Yes. Let's do some Kage shout outs. Let's start things off with our good boy Kage, Carlo Espino. Carlo, you know, <laughs> you are always there when someone wants to rewatch a program. Mm. I am pretty judgmental when it comes to really doing anything for a second time. To me, you must uh, you can't order the se- uh, uh, something at a restaurant for the second time until you've tried many things i judge you if you don't and i'm working through it thank you uh but even more specifically is watching a show for the second time why would i choose to feel good on purpose uh for something that i know moves me when i could start something new who could do anything no no no. you are there to always like hell yeah let's watch mean girls for the ninth time like you know what (laughs) i think we need to watch the episode where Joey gets his head stuck in the turkey of friends. And I think that you being down to be a good friend at the given moment and something like this is so good. Beautiful. Oh, Hell yeah. All right. So I have a theme. Um, I had to go back to the office this week. Um, no. Well, yeah. And it's been Damn. a particular level of hell, but, you know, no. I'm making it through. So my theme is office personnel. And (laughs) oh, my God. Well, Carlo, you are the type of person to basically just sit quietly at their desk and do their work. (laughs) I fall into this category myself. And honestly, I think it's the most appreciated out of all of them. You don't make noise. You mind your business and you get on with your day. In my opinion, that's one of the best kind of office workers. (laughs) Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Alrighty, I have a theme, and my theme is messy, because I had to reach back into 2008 and 9 to find one of my old school platinum diamond and pearl online shoddy battle Pokemon teams, and I will be going through 1 through 6, the people on the team. Hell yeah, nice! And assigning them to the folks. Uh, So the first one, obviously... For you, Carlo, is uh, Ace, the Ambipom, served as my lead, Mm. my my team key that just breaks into the other team, gets it started. And that's kind of where you're at in my head. Nothing starts until you show up. And that's the truth. Mm. You're always on time because literally it cannot it cannot proceed until you are there. (laughs) Hell yeah. Nice. Um, I'm still Elden Ring poisoned, so mm-hmm. I am going to assign you all Elden Ring NPCs from the very <laughs> beginning. I don't want to spoil anybody. <laughs> so, Carlo, you are Kale. You're a sweet little angel. You're the first merchant available. You're dressed like Santa Claus. You're just a nice guy. You you accept things with genuine surprise. You're helpful. You introduce me to even more helpful people. You're just my little angel. Every time I see you, it brings a smile to my face. I want to buy everything in your inventory. I want to give you all my money. Please accept it. Next up is our Suchikage, Jeffrey Tien. 
Uh, you know, let's go simple. You you're good at vacuuming and you go <laughs> above and beyond um, and you literally put that little powder stuff. I've never seen anyone do that in the past 30 years. My mom did it a few times. And when you vacuum, it makes your carpet smell good. Um, don't do it on hardwood floors, I assume. Uh, and, you know, Jeff, I'm not sure if you do that. I'm literally saying, though, to me, the platonic ideal is that time my mom did it. So who knows what you're vacuuming and who knows what little little uh, special things you do? Maybe you make your own lavender rose water essence as you vacuum. And so it sucks Ooh. it up and uh, is like an air di- essential oil diffuser. Yes, Ooh. you are the vacuum king. Beautiful. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Now, Jeff, you are another important branch of office people. You are the gossiper. Nothing is more juicy than sitting next nice. to a coworker yes. and overhearing some delicious office drama. It's yes. better than listening to a podcast, even. You make the days more entertaining for sure. 100%. The famous, famous Gemini quote and mantra if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all, but come and sit next to me. Uh, <laughs> yes. so My mom is also a Gemini, and I, I believe she has said that a million times. <laughs> yeah, it's it, if you're a Gemini, you know that phrase and you stand by it 100%. Uh, I don't remember if I said the nickname for Carlos Ambipom, but it's Ace. For Jeff, you are uh, Doodle the Gengar. This is 2008. I don't know where my brain was at for these nicknames. <laughs> Forgive me. Uh, but you were the one that cleaned house. You were the broom. Um, when the, the enemy team only had a few remnants left, you were the specialized unit that would come in and sweep those last few in the bin. So shout outs to you for being the one that tidies up. Hell wink. yeah. Nice. You know what I mean? Not in an illegal way. Wink. But <laughs> jeff you are the spirit of jolly cooperation you're alexander you're a living big cauldron with arms and legs you are the friendliest motherfucker ever you just want to have a good ass time sometimes you get stuck in the ground and people have to push you out but you're just having a good time throughout it no matter the situation you're just gonna chill doesn't matter if something gets in your way it's all right baby you just chill with it and things will go your way next up is simon DeMeo, our inukage i love alexander by the way best npc best <laughs> simon you're a very special type of a friend and i'm gonna kind of use a very specific uh, example to show how broadly supportive you are you are the type of friend that makes no sort of uh, 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 thing about someone not wanting to ride a roller coaster maybe they're too scared maybe they eated too many chicken wing and um uh, curly fries and uh, uh elephant ears with powdered sugar and you, maybe even heck you see the queasiness or apprehension on your friend's face you say you know what hey Let's go try to win that three foot tall Tasmanian devil that took six cents to make. Uh, you guys have fun on the Tower of Terror. I'm mixing up like five roller <laughs> coasters, whatever. Uh, but sorry, <laughs> the fact that you are you, you are very much um, <laughs> the, the, for some reason I I decided that I can't remember uh, Hinata's cousin's name because this is the second time I can't. Did you? Neji! You were the Neji helping Rock Lee find where to go when he gets lost in the forest. 
to find the, the seal. And I think that's a very supportive and important member of the friend group. Hell that's yeah. true. Damn. Nice. I always Nedgy. hold that scene very tight. It's such a perfect mm-hmm, scene to mm-hmm, my heart. Mm-hmm. Yes. Simon, you are another incredibly appreciated branch of office types. And that is the person who brings in snacks. Wow. Yes. yes. You know what will make my day infinitely better? A fucking donut. And Simon is here to deliver on that this morning. He's simply incredible. (laughs) Yes. The only positive about positives about the office are the gossip and the snack bringer. For me. (laughs) I want both of them. (laughs) Always saddle up close to them. All right, Simon, it's going down and I'm yelling timber because that was the name of this scissor that I used. Um, It was my setup offensive unit and it basically punched holes in uh, the enemy's plan. And I think that how I'm going to translate this is a really petty way in that you are the petty friend that I I mean, Jim and I, we've already discussed this. You are the petty friend that like you sit next to me. And then we both go over how we can disrupt that person we don't like's flow. <laughs> and that's where you're at, Simon. Nice. Perfect. Simon, love him, hate him. You cannot help but stand him. You are patches. You are <laughs> iconic. You're in every single FromSoft game. Sometimes you're a bad boy. Sometimes you're a good boy. Can we say no to you? Never, never, (laughs) ever, ever. We see your little face and we say, we will accept everything you have, even though you may like kick me down a fucking cliff ending my Mm -hmm. life. You have that power. Sometimes you're a spider and you always kick me down a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) Even though you're rude, we forgive you. We love it. (laughs) You just escape. Exactly. Next up is our Raikage, Brian Ward. Brian, accept this compliment with the spirits given. You are. Ripping off glue or caulk from um, um, the joints of of something, or maybe the, okay, the, the less nice. destructive way. I don't know if like, I'm ever doing that. I cannot believe I didn't get my ass beat at all as a child. Uh, <laughs> but like when my dad would fresh recaulk like the bathroom, I was like, "Oh, this is fun to peel." Yes. Um, probably the best way to <laughs> the non-destructive way is peeling off the glue on the back of like a new credit card or mm-hmm. a new like coupon or something. You were that feeling. You were that feeling that feels so good. You know what? I'm feeling generous you're also the feeling of taking that little bit of glue and rolling it into the ball in your hands oh, oh yes my god i love to make a glue ball more than anything in my life yes. i know this about you if you haven't said it before i know it's true it's like a socially acceptable booger store. Yeah. Yeah. yes 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 brian what can i say you're simply the person who wants to catch up This is the type of person who stops by your desk to do some light chatting. Now, this is crucial because, Brian, you very simply make the day go by faster. And that is very needed in an office environment. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Brian, you are Wobbles, the spirit tomb. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I when I say 2008 me and nicknames, I might have ate. I might have snapped. Um, <laughs> you were my special defense t- 
tanking Pokemon. And I'll tell you what this says about me. I was not the bitch that liked using Blissey, um, even though Blissey was very good. It was stupid good. It was <laughs> arguably there was no reason not to use a Blissey. I wanted to be different. I wanted to be the cool girl, the indie <laughs> rock superstar. And I feel like that's who you are. The actual cool girl that the quote unquote cool girls try to emulate. Um, they simply cannot catch up to your beauty, your mind. Uh, they're not as eclectic. It's all you, baby. Yeah. Hell yeah. Brian, you are my fucking bro. You are blind. You look like guts with a wolf head. You're so fucking cool, but you are the most down-to-earth motherfucker I have ever met. You simply want to vibe. You simply want to help me out. You're so cool, but you're not too cool to talk to me. I love you. I will give up everything for you. Uh, I hope only good things come your way. You are my husband's favorite character, so thank you. He's great. He's oh, yeah. so cool. I love him. But reminder it is a souls game yeah i just like i just want to keep him perfect just be my tall friend who speaks nicely and it's just like oh you helped me kick this one guy's ass thank you yeah and you like find him sometimes by him just howling in the yes, distance he's, yeah he's the fucking best you summon him by snapping at a certain point mr like fucking batman <laughs> yeah, he's perfect and his armor rocks yes yeah he's guts he's guts Next up is Marshall Smith, our cozy kage. Uh, Marshall, you are the friend that's down to do whatever. You have a selection of tarps. You have a selection of shovels that were bought from various stores over the course of 17 weeks, so they cannot be traced. You have uh, a lie. You have huge Rubbermaid tubs. You have um, uh, uh, a patch of earth in the ground that is constantly sort of ready to be a garden and that no one could ever find whatever little secret you do. You are that friend is just ready to have a zany night, digging a hole, throwing something in it that will never be found again. Hell yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. You, Marshall, are the miracle worker. Imagine, all the meeting rooms have been booked up for months, and I foolishly forgot to assign a meeting room to a meeting because we've been virtual for so long. (laughs) Yeah. But now all the rooms are filled up. But, but, here comes Marshall to save the damn day and get me a meeting room I really needed. Thank you, Marshall. <laughs> you know what? Let's have a meeting outside. It's nice to have. Yes. <laughs> yes. You gotta play that card sometimes. <laughs> Marshall, you are Fabio the Weezing. Yeah. I personally have a big love for Weezing. Um, so fun fact about me, when I was at my, in my heyday of Gen 4 Pokemon online battling, I pioneered use of Weezing instead of the Pokemon Skarmory. Uh, They accomplished the same things, walled the same things, except Weezing was not weak to fire and electric. Mm. Hell yeah. So I had fun, fun thoughts as a child. I, I made this work and like I said, it was my physical wall. It was meant to crack Gyarados, which was one of like the most leading things that was tearing people up. And the way I transcribe that for you, Marshall, is that you're the one that stops the trend. When the girls are really trying to do that damn half shirt tucked in the front and then hanging out <laughs> the back that just made everybody look dumpy. You were like, don't do that. Immediately. Immediately. No, this is not work. And people were like, you know, what? you're kind of right. 
And they stopped doing it. And thank God, because God, that looks bad on everybody. <laughs> Marshall, you are a fucking legend. You are sorceress selling. You live in a cave. You do not wear shoes. You got kicked out of the academy for being too goddamn cool. You're a fucking maverick. You teach me cool things. You have a nice accent and you wear like a weird fucking mask. You're so cool. As a sorcerer heavy character, I see you every day. We are bros. You are my teacher. I learn from you, and I appreciate everything that you bestow upon me. And I appreciate you for being a little eccentric, so thank you. <laughs> Last, but certainly not least, is our book kage, Joshua McDougall. Uh, 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 Josh, you're the, the feeling and the complexity of diner coffee. Yeah, uh, you exist in a quantum state of of being the ideal, the perfect, the um, the the always ready, the always consistent. Uh, uh, and no matter where you're the one to be. And I think there's one way to describe it as, hey, if we're going to the beach, diner coffee. Hey, if we're going to to like eat a quick burger before seeing a film, a film. Danner coffee. I'm hungover. Danner coffee. That is you. You can fit in many different um, uh, uh, um, modes, and your flexibility is is to be uh, uh, lauded. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Nice, Josh. You are the fellow lunch goer. Wow, such a needed friend to have while returning to the office. You are something to look forward to in these hellish days. Everyone loves to hang out with a lunch mate and pass the time while chatting over a meal, and you fill that role perfectly. Nice. It's very true. Very true. When you find one of those, you got to hold on mm-hmm, to them tight. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. <laughs> Josh, you are, and this, uh, according to this post, you were the newest addition to the team. Because I had gone through the sixth member for quite some time, it looks like. Scrubbles the Gastrodon. Okay. Um, you were just some you're a bulky water type, which is always important on a Pokemon team. You had uh the ground type, which means electric types couldn't do dick. Uh Earthquake <laughs> was great, toxic, great moves. You disrupted teams by being, frankly, unmovable, unshakable, nice. unflappable. And that is the type of person you are unshakable unmovable unflappable someone come to you with those wild 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 nonsense in the world and you're going to be like dang well <laughs> what can you do and that's ideal what you need in certain times uh also i want to point out that apparently this team went 487 to like 13 damn, damn. <laughs> holy shit josh fuck? josh you are my special little ubu baby, Rodrigo. Listen, you've dealt with some hard shit. You have tragedy in your life. But you know what? Even though sad things have happened to you, that doesn't stop you from being kind. And that doesn't stop you from giving me jellyfish, which is very important. You're thoughtful. You care about other people's feelings. And eventually you help make me become stronger after overcoming the sadness in your life. So thank you, Josh. All right. So that does it for Kage Shoutouts. Hell yeah. All right. In this episode, we are talking about Shippuden episodes 80 through 82. But before we get into that, I have some awesome uh, 
voice actor facts. I've been hey. saving them for this episode. Uh, <laughs> but before I talk about the voice actor, here's one sad but kind of cute fact I couldn't say earlier, but it's that Asuma and his dad, the third Hokage, both die on the 80th episode of Naruto Prime and Shippuden, respectively. Really? That's wild. Yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. Right? <laughs> Wait, I'm going to fall far from the tree. <laughs> That's why that filler exists. It's like he's dying yeah, too soon. Exactly. <laughs> we got coffee shit to perfectly. do. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. I was just like, damn. Yeah. So Asuma's Japanese voice actor is Jirodo Kosugi. His debut role was in 1985 as Henkon Beckner and the narrator for Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. So he's been in the voice acting game for a while. Nice. Mm-hmm. Some of his other roles include Arlong in One Piece, oh, yeah. Cole Cassidy in Overwatch. So he's it's high noon, but in Japanese. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot they changed that name. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. Like, Cole Cassidy. That's a porn like, studio. That's a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> he's Oda Nobunaga in Samurai Warriors, and also <gasps> a bunch of other series that I don't know if they're related or if he just gives good Oda voice. But he's Oda Nobunaga in so much. Oh hell yeah, he's yeah. good Oda. Yeah, he's good Oda. Uh, well, I love him then, because uh, uh, I feel like Oda Nubanaga in video game form rules, so that's yes. really cool. I probably should have switched to, uh, well, uh, watch a dub for, or a sub version of some of these episodes just to get a vibe, um, you know, because I'm not, again, I'm not super uh, thrilled yeah. by the direction of Asuma English. And again, not the oh. not the voice actor's fault. That's what I always put that out there. Yeah, yeah. They have a tougher job than the mm-hmm. original voice actors do. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Sturkenberg Cranach in the Atelier JRPG series, which I had never heard of before today, but apparently it's about being a little alchemist and making potions. And I thought oh, it was cool. so precious and I want to play. Uh, he's someone called Charles Beams in Eureka 7. That's for you, Jesse. Yes! <laughs> Dryden in Escaflone. Akio in Revolution- Revolutionary Girl Utena. Zagato mm. in Magic Knight Ray Earth. King K. Rule in Donkey Kong Country. And Jotaro <laughs> Kujo in the 90s OVA in the year 2000s JoJo Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, oh. Jotaro, the best JoJo. <laughs> He's also done overseas dubbing and is the Japanese voice for David Duchovny in Californications and X-Files, among others. He does David Duchovny a lot. Uh, he was also the voice of Luke Perry in Beverly Hills 90210, <laughs> Daniel Craig in Casino Royale, oh my Steve Buscemi in both The Big Lebrowski and Fargo, <laughs> yeah. Matt Dillon in There's Something About Mary and Crash, and Leif Schreiber in Scream 2. Yes. <laughs> he also apparently did Japanese dubbing for VeggieTales, but I couldn't no. find out which voice it was. No. I actually need a VeggieTales dub. No. Right, I need this clip. He gets good, Larry. <laughs> I was, he's probably like Bob the Tomato. I, I could, I could hear him being Bob the Tomato. Bob yeah, the he tomato. rocks. That's lit, <laughs> right? Just like him being fucking Luke Perry in Beverly Hills 90210. I was just like, this fucking rocks. It matches the the giant hog energy that Asuma brought to the table. Really good. Hell yeah. So Asuma's English voice actor is Doug Erholtz, who has done an absolute fuck ton of voice acting. Some of his roles include Inspector Zenigata from Lupin the Third, John Pierre Polonura from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, yeah. Guzma in Pokemon Masters, Durf. 
Leon slash Squall in the Poke- or in God in the Kingdom Hearts series. Yes, <laughs> uh, 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 tortured. Yeah, <laughs> tortured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gin Ichimaru, who's the little smiley guy who's in the Soul Society, and Kisuke Urahara, who's the hot hat guy from Bleach, Wiss in Dragon Ball Super, Slater from Seven Deadly Sins, Kenneth L. Malloy from Fate Zero, Shinji Meto in Fate Stay Night, Vega in Street oh. Fighter, okay. oh, yeah. <laughs> Hazuma in Blaze Blue, TK in Digimon, That's and Conqueror from Naruto. He's not out of a job oh, just wow. yet, baby. Yay. <laughs> well, there you go. Conqueror rocks. So I love, I almost Googled Conqueror, and I didn't because I'm a big boy who's smart and can remember six characters. Wise Tim. I mean, no other characters will die. No, never. Wait, wait never. except for that one I do know. <laughs> they said, big f- Asuma is enough. <laughs> <laughs> We've had it. All right, yeah, so let's go ahead and get into it with episode 80, Last Words. Jesus, this whole, Strong Oregon. like, yeah, <laughs> these the whole three episodes are just like a gut punch. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Back in the leaf village, a foul wind's a-blowin' across the tomb of Asuma's dead dad and Kurenai's <laughs> lovely flowers. Surely Asuma is okay and will definitely survive getting stabbed in the heart by God's specialist boy, Hidan. <laughs> Yo, he ain't moving though. Hidan declares he's done with his ritual, and Kakuzu tells him he'll finish up here in a sec. Shikamaru blindly rushes at Kakuzu and his grief, who swats him aside easily. He's still got the married couple trapped as well. Is mm-hmm. everybody gonna die today? Oh, no. <laughs> TPK? Yeah. Right. It was... And the married couple weren't doing so good at trying to get out. The one still had his arms down. Yeah. Like, Bro, you can't even do the 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 television grasp onto arm to try to get out. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's looking grim at this moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Suddenly, nature's strongest and wisest ally comes to their rescue. <laughs> a murder of crows starts pecking at the Akatsuki. <laughs> it's not just Itachi that can wield Corvid's baby. Choji and Ino are here with their two random teammates, one of which looks like a budget Chino who uses Bird to rescue our friends. Yeah, Bird Chino coming in. Truly. <laughs> uh, I did, like, when I saw the crows, I was like... Does Itachi do this? Dude, same. Yeah. I I, am I, wait, am I losing it? Do I not remember this part? And then I was like, oh, no, I'm right. Never mind. I, yep. was, like, I was like, why is, is Itachi Kurenai here? here? And she's doing a genjutsu. And she's like, birds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I totally thought it was Itachi at first. And I was like, no, no, wait a second. No, hold on. Yeah, I was like, I am I'll misremembering. This cannot be real. Yeah, <laughs> no like- one kills Asuma. <laughs> Crows are like his brand. Like snakes are Orochimaru's, crows are Itachi's. Yeah. So what I'm guessing is that this guy, this random like budget Shino was the original. Young Itachi saw that and said, that's cool. I'm doing that now. But he became more famous. So everybody thinks he started it. You made this. I made this. (laughs) Yes. It turns out that Asuma still has a heartbeat. Shino tells Choji to take him to the hospital ASAP while Ino does emergency medic shit on the way. But Kakuzu steps in and goes, uh, my money though? Blocking their retreat. Budget Shino holds him off the best he can. That part was just sad when, like, when you realize Asuma's still alive and the condition that he's in, like, that shit was just fucked up of like, oh my god. Yeah. And like, 
I, I guess on the good side of things, we got to see a rando do punch and kicks and not immediately die. Yeah, uh, that was cool. The, in the the uh, Akatsuki were like, uh oh, I better be safe around this guy, um, <laughs> which has never happened before. So I thought that was a fun choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Budget Chino is like 10 times more useful than the married couple. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Fair. I wonder if it's yeah. because his lover isn't like immediately adjacent. True. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then like Kakusu says him like black sword. And I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. He doesn't say. Who He's knows? not like, oh, which is means this. <laughs> but yeah. I thought that was a fun choice to throw in to the, the two randoms with Choji and Eno of, of, of all teams mm-hmm. doing cool shit. Yeah. Yeah. Suddenly, we cut to more birds, seagulls this time, and they are flying towards some weird-ass H.R. Geiger town where a red-headed Akatsuki member sits, pondering his orb or something. He sends a telepathic text to Hidan and Kakazu, telling them to get their asses to the finger statue because it's time to seal the two-tailed beast. Turns that out- was insane. That, yeah. Where is this place? Hong Kong? In the, in the, in the, in the, in the, the 1980s films? Yeah. What's happening? It- it looks cool as shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the architecture of that scene is so well done. I'm pretty sure, like, that panel is one of the most iconic panels of, like, Naruto manga. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yes! Because it's like Yeah, a- it's so complicated. Yeah. yeah! There's, like, pipes and shit everywhere. It's, like, grimy futurism, yeah. but, but also, like, cool statue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that statue is just insane. And it's like, what? Immediately, she say, what's going on here? Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, he's sitting on it like a weirdo. Hell yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm all in. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to know how many VCRs that meant. With all the two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. The world's largest blockbuster. Yes. It turns out he is the Akatsuki leader, and you know he is tough and cool because he has multiple facial piercings. Mm-hmm. True. And he's a little, a little clown. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hidon wants to get his pain nut one more time, but Kakazu <laughs> tells him that they can come back and finish the job after they run their Akatsuki errand. They casually leaves as Asuma coughs up blood and fucking dies like a Victorian waif with consumption. <laughs> very, very funny, hilarious of <laughs> just like uh it's like two more minutes, like, no, uh, we we have to oh uh, we have a world to dominate. Uh, yeah, all right. right? You motherfuckers, don't go anywhere. We will be back. <laughs> don't take him to the hospital. We need him. Leave him here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Eno begins emergency treatment, but Asuma goes, no, thank you. I am tired of this life. It is a waste to heal my broken body. It is fucked beyond belief, and I probably already have cancer from eating Twitty cigarettes a day. <laughs> yeah, the... The the toll that being cool does on your body, yeah, yeah honestly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. shit. That that's why I got cancer. No matter what the doctors say, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm gonna ride till I die. Literally, yeah. Uh, okay. Between like the opening of this episode and like this bit, I'm like, damn, they are just going hard. Yeah, and, and I mean, they deserve it, but still, it's like they're they're taking their time. Mm-hmm. They're dragging that like knife through your emotion centers. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the point where Asuma's like, please, please don't heal me. You're only going to bring me more pain, literally. Like, that part <laughs> sucks. Like, it just sucks. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I can feel it. I'm dying. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. How do you know that? 
What is this? <laughs> this is an anime. Yeah. Truly. So after examining him, Eno goes, yeah, it's fucked. No <laughs> saving this fat hog. Terminal girth. <laughs> she did say that. That's verbatim. She does say that, which I think is inappropriate. You know? Yeah, I, though I'm, I am, am joking, this is a very sad episode. <laughs> right. We have to use humor. It's very sad. You right. gotta cope somehow, yeah. But, you know, compared to Asma's last words, not that far off, to be honest, because his Fair. last words are literally insane, if you think about it. Oh, they are insane. Yeah, I mean, his brain was dying, so, yeah, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. He said shit. The sky clouds over and it begins to rain as Asuma calls in his children for his final words. As we all know, the emotions of anime children control the weather, and I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. True. Mm-hmm. They do. He tells Ino that she's stubborn and dependable and to take care of Choji and Shikamaru. <laughs> also, don't let Sakura beat you in fighting or kissing. That ruled. Uh, insane. Awesome. I did like Five that. <laughs> don't let these other bitches get in here. We'll yeah, You're like, not like other girls. Steal like Sakura's man every time she every gets time. one. Every time. Go to Ninja College. Yeah. Ino, be Jolene. She's not that pretty. <laughs> Beer almost came out my fucking nose. <laughs> yeah, I for, but also, I low-key thought that like Asuma is being is is doing the thing where he's just like, I know you and Sakura are in love together, so do yeah. that. But yeah. like is his brain being like, you deserve to go after Sasuke the same way right. that Sakura does, as opposed to being like, fuck Sasuke. Right. You won't lose in in battle or in romance. And what do you mean by that, Asuma, in romance? Asuma, well, <laughs> uh, uh, can I just hop on Choji's last words real quick? Yeah. What, what are you yeah. talking about, actually? You whisper to Shikamaru, whisper to me. What do you mean? Uh, you're just putting two queens against each other to keep us down. <laughs> yeah, insane line, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. It was great. It started off great. I think the DMT is kicking in hard. Yeah, you see exactly. the clockwork elves. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like I I shouldn't have given him so many painkillers. I thought it would help. He's a same shit. <laughs> Butterflies are really fucked up and think about it. But also tears go down. Osmo's eyes. No one likes moths. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he tells Choji that he's a sweet and kind baby boy, and that's why he'll be stronger than anyone. And to have <laughs> confidence in himself also stop being fat choji <laughs> says no stop, stop yeah. having a little confidence tubby Jesus <laughs> yeah i i screamed laughing at that part because i was like wow this is really moving and then that last bit happened and i was like damn yep 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 like even though he says lose a few pounds as opposed to all the other ways they do it it's just i roll city yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> choji's re- response is so good like no I can't yeah. I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> the happy scream. I thought that they was like maybe he's punctuating each one of these with something absurd yeah. to make them yeah. feel better because the yeah. because <laughs> Yeah. I was screaming. If I would, I would have punched him. Yeah, stupid. Like, damn. <laughs> well, he learned not to say the f word. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He tells Shikamaru that he's smart with great instincts and that he could definitely become Hokage, but he hated it because he's so goddamn lazy. 
He never once beat Shikamaru at Shogi. He also tells Shikamaru who the dang king piece is supposed to represent, but he whispers it in his ear so we don't find out, lol. What does he say? It can't be that interesting. I swear to be like friendship or like the bond between your fucking team or it's like, it's beer. Shikamaru, the king, the king is dope ass pussy. It's good. Yes, it's good pussy. Shikamaru, come closer. <laughs> Make sure no one have, no one fucks Karanai for the rest yeah, of the night. Oh my life. god! Scare them. <laughs> the king piece is where you bury your dick at. <laughs> he tells Shikamaru that he's counting on him and asks for one last cigarette. Burn one for our huge dick king, Asuma. Amen. Yeah. Amen. We're all smoking a cigarette during this episode, by the way. All of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to drink this week, but I was like, I got to have a beer for this one. Sh- shit. Uh, really yeah, do. when he says that Choji can be like the strongest shinobi in the entire land, I was like, oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just like the way they frame Shikamaru when he says, um, you could be Hokage and the, like the, the blankness of his face. And he looks like so stern and regal and serious. I was just like, damn. I mean, mm-hmm. until the, sh- the, the, sh- the Barutos came out, I guess it's like, could he be Hokage? And then I was like, what if, <laughs> what if Shikamaru has a vast outfit change and he becomes a Hokage? <laughs> and I didn't get spoiled when I played Fortnite is what I and then he said some shit about Eno that didn't move me at all. Yeah. <laughs> like you have feminine traits and uh, Yeah, take care of these two men because you're the woman. Yep. Make sure Sakura's cycle them. goes to yours, not hers. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. <laughs> Eno's cool, but they need to do better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do live for Eno. Yeah. As everybody cries, we get a flashback to Team 10's first meeting when Asuma blew smoke <laughs> directly into these children's eyes. A bad bitch LMAO. from jump. Yes. Absolute chad shit. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you smell like liquor and weed? Yeah, the Hunter Biden of of fucking literally yeah. of, of uh, Kage sons. Yep. He's yep. so fucking cool. I love him so much. Yeah, he rocks. <laughs> We see scenes of Asuma treating them to Yakiniku, almost getting his ass beat by Choji for calling him fat, buying flowers from Ino for Kuranai as Ino dunks on him for his crush, <laughs> teaching, teaching Shikamaru Shoji, and giving the whole team matching earrings once they all pass the tuning <sighs> exam. Oh, matching earrings is just too touching. Oh. Yeah, man. I love a, a theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's all get Shikamaru tattoos. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know why like when i was reading the manga the earrings thing like really fucking hit home for me i don't know why because like i just i thought it was like part of their design you know yeah. at this point just like oh they're older now i guess they all got earrings but like knowing there's a purpose behind it it's just like oh fuck yeah oh, it's, a, it's a really weird gift it's like yeah. i don't have my ears pierced <laughs> my mom wouldn't let me go to claire's <laughs> oh my god i'll have to go to ninja claire's and get their ears pierced together yes. Yes. Awesome, i'll just do it awesome i'll just do it if he has a needle and a little thing of ice yes. yeah instead of ice he just puts the cigarette on the like <laughs> Like Choji, you got beat to death by a demon. Like, no. Imagine Choji when he was getting uh uh pierced, he was screaming the whole time. And but being like, Tell me when you do it, tell me when you do it, ah and and then um they're like it's done, it's done. No, you 
<laughs> Tell me where. <laughs> yeah, I can yes. see that. Yes. Man, where do you think he would have gotten the needle from? Do you think he would just grabbed it right off one of the syringes? Or oh my god, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he stole it from the guy who has sinbon in his mouth constantly. He's like, let me borrow one of those. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, just like a fucking meat stick. Yeah. The cigarette falls from his mouth as Asuma finally passes on to Dilf Heaven. <laughs> Even the sky starts crying and pissing rain on these morning teens. Shikamaru takes up smoking just like Asuma to deal with his huge amount of teen emotions. He's just like me for real. That was me <laughs> at like age 18. I know, yeah, I mean, I feel like I've seen a picture of, of, of Shikamaru smoking and I'm like, where is it? Is he, it's so weird that he's like, smoking sucks. And then he's like, what if I have anxiety for the rest of the program and have a nervous twitch habit of playing with a lighter and then start smoking to help my anxiety? <laughs> yes. Is that a normal character trait? <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. I, I'm sorry. Smoking's cool in it, this it instance. It is. I'm you sorry, but it is. should do it, dear listener. Yeah. But I like when characters in the in the program smoke. Yeah. I'm sorry, but Shikamaru's coolness does go up when he smokes the cigarette. It's just a fact, you know. It's just a fact. It looks good. It looks good. It made me miss smoking so fucking much. <laughs> These whole episodes. Oh, God. Like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, should I not even make my joke about smoking? I don't want, I don't want Kim to backslide. No, don't worry. <laughs> It's been over a year. It's been over oh, yeah. a year and a half. Hell yeah. Well, but God you deserve damn. a treat. <laughs> Just yeah, kidding. Right? Sorry. Not cool to say. This is not fine. I'm dealing with grief. I can't be yelled at. If you're mad at me, if you're mad at me, it's an op. <laughs> And Shikamaru's not crying, you guys. It's just the smoke in his eyes, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, when did Full Metal... I guess Full Metal Alchemist was probably out by this point. I forget Let's if it's see. in Brotherhood or not. Um, shit, when did I watch... Uh, I think Full Metal Alchemist probably finished by this point. I have to assume. Yeah, I think that's true. And, that would make and, sense. But I just don't know if it's Brotherhood or Original with Roy Mustang being like, it's not ra- it's raining right now. I'm not crying. And, yeah. and, and, and like, what? I feel like it's or Maybe it's in the manga, too. So yeah. It might have been in both. I, I just remembered, like, I love Hawkeye and the way she was just like, you fucking stupid. Uh. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jennifer showing me Hawkeye memes um, was how I learned the phrase dick to bomb. Oh my and God. I, I had to have her explain it to me like 17 times. It was just like Hawkeye in the middle and then Roy Mustang in like little squares all around her saying dick to bomb. It's like, so she's saying that about Mustang? And she's like, yes. <laughs> like, I don't get it, but okay. So the dick explodes. Is that what I mean? Is that what it is? Because he has his powers? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Speaking of incredibly bomb dick, Kurenai stares out the window like, hmm? My heart and my pussy feel empty suddenly. What could have happened? Yeah, just a, a crumpled up flower is about the most on the nose you can get when your friends with benefits dies. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Any last yeah. thoughts on this episode? I, I mean, when I watched it, uh, in order, I was like, damn, this is sad as fuck. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get on to the training. Yep. <laughs> Surely I won't be crying tears, actual tears in two episodes. Motherfucker, I can't believe they did this. And then, and then the next episode, sad news. Hey, Bummerville, USA. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> the episode titles really had me cackling a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, now we got to drag a dead body in the rain back to home. Fuck. <laughs> Jesse, what about you? Because I know I know this arc is like, like uh, I think Josh was saying in the chat, you're in your avatar state yes, for these, yes, <laughs> for these yes. episodes. Um, this is my one of my favorite arcs. I, it's really tough. Um to compare arcs, I feel like, but this is one of my favorite arcs for sure. Episode 82 is one of my favorite episodes, absolutely. Um, this episode is really well done, I think. I think Ozma's last words are batshit crazy. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one last rep. <laughs> I was rewatching and I was just like, wow, he's, he says that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just threw it out there, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Dude's rock till the end, baby. <laughs> That's me. Why can't I be me at my last moments? (laughs) (laughs) But but overall, I think the episode is really well done. Hell yeah. God, it really solidifies the Hunter Biden memes of mm-hmm. Asma. Mm-hmm. Like those yes. last words, like the more it's, it was said and then these last words, I was like, damn. Damn. Yeah. If it, that's not the most truest statement we've ever made on this podcast together. <laughs> He just lived fast, slung dick around, and died, you know? The yeah. truest way to go. Yeah, the son of a president <laughs> ran away for a little bit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> ran away and had a bisexual adventure with old yeah. yes. yes. Mark. <laughs> may or may not have a bounty on his head. Who knows what Hunter Biden's been up to? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, episode 81. Sad news. <laughs> hey, remember Naruto? The guy the show is named after? Well, he's still training to make his Super Asin gun. He feels like an idiot because he can't accomplish something the fucking fourth Hokage couldn't. My brother in Christ, be easier on yourself. <laughs> Just a little bit. It's day one. It's day one, Naruto. You can chill the fuck out a little bit. <laughs> right? Calm down. <laughs> The rain of sad teens begins to pour on Naruto as well as he thinks about his beloved Sasuke and how he still can't catch up. Did you guys peep the part where Naruto was reminiscing on the part where he was passed out and Sasuke was just like leaning over him about ready to do that Spider-Man upside down kiss? Yeah. Which makes me wonder, how does he know about that? Was he just pretending? He was. Passed out. Passed out. Yes. He my spine. <laughs> He's passed out with his lips a little purse a little bit like he puts on that lip balm on like, what's that? Yeah. I like that uh I was talking to Josh before the episode started, but it's so funny that it's just like, hey, remember Naruto? Well, he's still training. This is what he does. And also, here's his driving force, Sasuke Uchiha, within like 30 <laughs> seconds of the episode coming yeah. back. It's just like, if you see a Naruto, you must have a Sasuke. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Extremely Very weird scene, but it rocks. But yeah, I mean, it's like, what are we supposed to take from all this? It feels um, uh, bouncing up against the walls of uh, credibility of like, hey, man, it's been a day. This should take someone like a year and a half to do. Yeah. 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 If they and, and most people can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. Most people can't even do this. And yet Naruto is like, well, yeah, it's the first day. I can't do it, Kakashi. 
That's true, but multiple characters in a row are like, don't forget, Naruto is stupid. So all of this logistical talk of timing Uh, means nothing. Because he's just dumb. It's like Naruto's inner monologue is just like Kakashi told me that he thinks I could do it, and that means I need to do it now so I can catch up with Sasuke, and so I don't disappoint anybody. And so You're I gonna sing me to the woods for three years again. Yeah. Your eye out. I don't want to do that. It's so weird. I had so much soup thrown on me. Yeah, right. So he's not giving up. Just gotta keep at it, baby. And Yamato's gotta keep sealing up the Nine Tails chakra whenever it leaks out of a nart who gets too into the spirit. <laughs> this taught me a, a cool move they could do, which is summon a thousand Naruto's, send them into various towns, and have them go sicko mode. Boom, <laughs> yeah. Naruto's in charge. Everyone's dead. But- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Naruto's a one-man like- hurricane. <laughs> yeah, the fact that his clones can go sicko mode horrific to think about and yeah. i hope they never touch on it again it's yeah. like in this instance they can not ever again <laughs> <laughs> kakashi goes wow i guess you can't do it even after one full day of using 200 clothes shaking my damn head and naruto responds that just trying to make the on alone takes so much concentration and that trying to add wind to that mix is impossible Kakashi asks where his sweet positive boy has gone. Where's my smiling son? <laughs> little guy. That part did make me laugh because I was like, Kakashi, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> He's absolutely insane in this episode. Yes, as always. Yes. He's not redeemed until the end of next episode. <laughs> and, and even then, he's still on ice because I've gone from Naruto Shippuden, uh, uh, Kakashi is good, to, you know what, he's back in the shit list and that's where he is now. Um, but he gets a little bit of a goofball energy this episode, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, which is a positive. Mm-hmm. Sai conjures up an Edward Gorey ass ink bat umbrella for Sakura, <laughs> who has brought more of her n- nutritional shit balls for Naruto. God, he's such an aesthetic. I love this. Yeah, so <laughs> I did like the bat umbrella. I thought it was really fucking funny. I thought it was cute. Oh. I thought it was so it's cute, so especially cute. when he like this is jumping ahead a little bit. When he runs away later, he like hooks it to her arm and is just like goodbye. <laughs> yes. He do you remember how fucking hateable he was? He's become so cute I in the in between times. Mm-hmm. Sakura tells him that he's uh that oops. Sakura tells Sai that Naruto's having a hard time because he's just so fucking dumb. And even though this is training that only a Nart can do, there's a limit. Believe it in your boy Sakura. Yeah. <laughs> Sai baits Sakura into saying that Naruto can do it, actually. Fellas, negging works. Sai read it in a book. (laughs) That was an insane scene that I could barely follow, but it was very funny. And it was like, I tricked you. Yeah. Like, like, but I always stand up for Naruto, even if I call him a goofball. I still believe in him. That's been one of the best character traits that I've had the entire show. (laughs) (laughs) The only consistently good thing they've done in this program. Uh, uh, But, you know, still Sakura gripping a tree and about hitting Sai with it is good to me. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. whatever, however we got to get there sometimes, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. I especially love when they like deliver the punchline of the joke by showing the book. And I'm like, great. Cannot read that. Have no clue what that says. Thank you for not translating it. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Because he like kind of repeat it back. But even then, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. (laughs) Because they really, it goes to, we have to explain the joke to you. And it doesn't, it kind of falls flat. Mm -hmm, Mm hmm. 
it's just like seven habits of highly effective people or just like the game by whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's, like, yeah. it's almost like I read this book called Opposite Day. Yeah. It's when you say bad things. I was like, I don't understand, but okay. <laughs> Sai says that Naruto can pull it off because it would be a shame if Naruto ate all those shitballs for nothing. <laughs> now that's funny. Imagine having to eat Sakura shitballs that have been out in the rain for four hours. No, thank you. Right. I they taste better. <laughs> True. And imagine you're a character, one of the top three characters, arguably, in the hit show Naruto, and your current job on, on when you show up to work to, to film is you have to stand in the rain holding a, ba- a basket of shitballs as as the other guy films. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that's what Sakura has to do right now? That's horrible. Right. It's insane. Why yeah. is she here? Go away, bro. Go do something. Don't you work Go at the hospital? Like, yeah. What else is she going to do? They give her nothing. It's like, well, the filler killed all the people and there's no one to heal. So. <laughs> Do you want to know something grimy I did as a kid? Uh, speaking of the shit balls, I might have said this before, but I would make like really fudgy brownies and then I would take them with my little hands oh my and I'd roll them up into balls and eat them. And so that's what I think about every time I see Sakura's little nutritional shit balls. That's so yeah. funny. But that's not that far off from an actual cake pop. So, yes, ahead that's of my real. time. Mm-hmm. Ahead mm-hmm. of your time, yeah. I bet you, I really think the rain helps the shit balls because I bet you it re-moisturizes it. Because I imagine they're really yeah. dense and like hard to chew. Oh, yeah. But then they get slimy, parentheses, good. <laughs> so that like, because yes. they're like rehydrated and you can like. Yeah, like, you yeah. can just swallow it real fast versus like the dry chalkiness of yeah. it not being moisturized. I don't know. It sounds bad both ways to me, but. <laughs> this just made me remember something. There's like a, a Soylent called Huel. That's just like I think it's like a a dude thing, and it's just like this weird like brown powder you add to shit. And sometimes on uh, just for fun, I like to go to random subreddits because I like reading what insane people have to say. <laughs> and I went to the Huel subreddit one day, and somebody had like made like little Huel like cake balls <laughs> and was eating them instead of eating real food. And so I think that's that's what soccer is feeding him. Oh I like God. that. That's what this is. Naruto tells Kakashi that trying to add the wind chakra lime to the Rasengan coconut is like trying to look left and right at the same time. And Kakashi says, why not just get a clone to do it for you? (laughs) 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 Something clicks for Naruto. You got this, buddy. That made me laugh. Yeah, right. (laughs) It made me laugh really hard that Kakashi is such like a not it's not a reply guy, but it's just like you present argument and they're like, why don't you just simply do this incredibly stupid thing that it is not really answering the thing, but like <laughs> on technicality, it is like, yeah. he just was fl- like just being an ass is what Kakashi mm-hmm, was doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it works because Naruto uh, is dumb of ass, but pure of heart. Yeah. He, it's like, yeah, yeah. I, can, I, can, I can work with this. <laughs> My sensei is telling me this in good faith. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hidan and Kakuzu are busy astral projecting into the finger statue zone to suck the two tails. It'll take three whole days, and Hidan is grumpy because he is sitting in the rain IRL. Plus, he was this close to converting the leaf ninja to Joshinism. <laughs> I, th- I love that he brought up 
the fucking rain because of course yeah. like no one else was doing that because it's so badass but there's something about like being with the most intense motherfuckers on the planet and then complaining about being in the rain it's like dude we're sucking a demon out of a lady right yeah yeah he's yes. just a little rat man yeah. yes yeah he was bitching the whole time it was oh, yeah. so funny he yeah. was like fed up after that fight. He was like, I didn't get my kills and I'm mad and everyone is going to know about it. Yeah. My <laughs> yes. underwear is so. <laughs> it's that pettiness. I love it. <laughs> it's the refusal to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Delicious. Thank you. The Akatsuki leader tells him that the Leaf aren't atheists. They worship their predecessors and the will of fire. <laughs> Hidog doesn't get it and just tunes out as the leader monologues about how war is eternal and instinctual. Yeah. <laughs> we get a gl- glimpse of Daedara's silhouette. Also, Hidon is convinced all the Akatsuki want is money, but the leader says their true goal is something else that just requires a lot of money. I cannot believe they told us the plan. I felt like we would have 14 more bitching sessions to be like, all right. I mean, they didn't really tell us the plan, 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 but they did tell us the exact plan. And it makes sense. It makes sense to me, really. I'm surprised it doesn't exist. Yeah. Really surprised it doesn't exist, to be honest with you. Um, (laughs) But but, yeah, no, I like that they, especially after fucking, there's no way that the king of Shogi is going to be a good answer to me. Like, there's this thing in improv that comes up a lot, like, do not, do not bait over and over again, meaning, like, don't bait, like, don't build up, uh, uh, like, a, a joke you're going to do, or, like, don't bait the audience into being like, oh, once we get here, joke will happen, or, oh, whenever I do this, something zany happens, the more you build it up, the better it has to be, mm-hmm. so don't build it up, because that, you know, you're only setting yourself up for failure. Uh, uh, TV works a little bit different, obviously, because you have time to fucking decide but man it, it, i was definitely like there's nothing gonna be good but also hey man they're gonna they, they, they told us our, the plan yeah yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> i also like that it's framed by Hidon joining up to the akatsuki and not knowing what their goal was yes. he just thought it would be funny and so they have to explain to his stupid ass what they're trying to do <laughs> right? yeah and imagine if he wasn't with kakasu he's like i hate you guys you guys are obsessed with uh making puppets <laughs> <laughs> True. Yes. I love our no brain having king. He's the best. <laughs> Just join because he could kill people. Like yeah. pure pure of heart. Yeah. <laughs> so the Akatsuki leader explains that there are three steps to their grand plan. First, make money. Mm-hmm. Second, use that money to fund a super war. <laughs> Hedon goes, how is that different from literally any ninja village? (laughs) But the leader explains that a normal village wages war to support their country's economy. Mm -hmm. Shinobi Mm -hmm. make money based on fighting and taking missions, after all. However, since there haven't been any world wars lately, the ninja villages are getting their budgets cut and ninjas are losing their jobs. Sad. Right? Look at, right. The, look at Raytheon. They can't, they can't uh, buy another cruise missile department. Right? Or the Grumman Think taking food out of their family's mouths. Think about it. Honeywell starving. <laughs> 
I felt like this was not as insane as it could have been because I feel like in the past they almost look at the camera to be like, isn't this just like real life? Uh, <laughs> right. But they kind of skipped out a little bit. But I really should have had Hidon be like, isn't that just like America? Because <laughs> oh <my laughs> France exists. Oh, the U.S. does? Yeah. yeah, France exists. The village hidden in the freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So the great, the five great villages are fine, but the smaller lands villages can't afford to keep running during peacetime and therefore will get absolutely bulldozed if war breaks out. This is why the Akatsuki will basically be mercenaries with no allegiance to any village that can be hired to fight on behalf of small villages. They'll eventually use the tailed beast to create more wars to make even more money. Their goal is to have a monopoly on war, just war, period, and take out the five great villages by having them be completely dependent on Akatsuki mercenaries. So basically, the Akatsuki is the Blackwater group, and their leader is Eric Prince. Got it, or David Sterling, take your pick. (laughs) Neat. Neat. But their ultimate goal... Try and take over the world. (laughs) I was fucking with them, and I am a little disappointed that their plan is so, you know, evil, right? Right. Like, there's something about having a villain that has an ounce of, like, believability or an ounce of, like, not world domination as, as the thing. Uh, as a as an end goal, so I'm a little disappointed by that part. But it's also like, what do you expect? It's they're a super secret organization. Of course, they want to become the Illuminati and shit like that. Yeah. So you know, mm-hmm. lines about like, <laughs> hey man, war war rocks. <laughs> if people want to go to war for money, that's cool too. I love that fucking thing. If if, if people want to go to war because they feel like doing war, that also rocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like he was talking about how much it rocked to go to war, uh, only if he had a good reason. But his he in his mind, every reason is a good reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah. yeah. I want him to say what's a bad reason to go to war. But also showing Daydara being like, I don't know, I'll do a war. I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just point me in a direction. I'll fucking fight. I don't care. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um Tree Man going to war for the land. It's like they're hurting too many trees. <laughs> <laughs> so I noticed that Itachi was eerily quiet during this monologue, which yeah. makes me wonder, did Itachi just suddenly realize that this is, they're about to become like global cops? Damn. Is he about oh to like <laughs> snap back into, I have to kill everyone because yeah. we're all police now. I think it's cool that his eyes still teleport through. And I kind of feel like uh, other people's zany features should as well. I feel like he upgraded his avatar w- b- with like yes! some DLC. Yes. And Roblox <laughs> diamonds or whatever. Yes! Exactly. Right, Roblox right. currency. A new like, Fortnite for, kid. <laughs> yeah. For a moment, just like this, so I can stare eerily like a weirdo. Because Itachi, who know, he, he could be 17 for all I know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think he's like 19, 18. Yeah. Of course he is. Yeah, I do yeah. think he's fairly young. <laughs> he's a youngster, and he I think he just found out that the girls are trying to become world police, and he's like... Hey, what's that again? <laughs> about the same old song and dance, Grandpa? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
So anyway, back at the Leaf Village, Tsunade gets the bad news about Asuma. She offers to break the news to Kurenai, but Shikamaru volunteers because he has a message for her from Asuma. Naruto, meanwhile, has solved his problem by summoning one more clone (laughs) to add the chapter nature alongside the clone that makes the Rasengan. This is a solution that only Naruto could come up with. Good job, Naruto. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Cool, I guess. What'd you say? I said cool, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) It makes a fun noise now. Right, yeah. Yeah. It was very... Dude, when I saw this, I was like, please... Someone say, and because you can do that, you can do a cool move. <laughs> Instead of Ross and Gone 2, this time it's a vacuum. But I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Ross and Gone 2, it whistles now. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. What the fourth Hokage could never do. Yeah, you added nerf whistle technology. <laughs> Kakashi tells Naruto that he really likes him. In the Japanese, he says Sugoku Ski in, like, a really cutesy way. It's very funny. And, like, Ski could also be used to, like, say, like, y- you like a person as, like, a like-like way. Oh and so God. Naruto's just like, you can't kiss me, I'm a teen! Oh, yeah, this- okay. The joke makes Wait, a lot um, more sense now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it falls flat in English so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, I guess Naruto's a homophobe. Or, like, yeah, I mean, it kind know. of is that... <laughs> Dudes that are in the closet that, like, if anyone ever tries to give him a hug, like, do, do does a slur at them. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought. It was an insane scene. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All in all, that being said. And it's also really funny because Kakashi, you can always see his joy. It's like, wait, so you figure this out because of my suggestion? He's like, yeah. It's like, I did this. Yes. I'm a good teacher. <laughs> I mean, I like you now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's... I don't know anymore. I don't know. What are they doing with it? What's this guy's deal? <laughs> He's a big, tall, hot, married to Mike guy. I don't know. <laughs> you can't just make a character that cool. And it's like they are literally looking at the cameras like, still want to fuck him? <laughs> yes. know. You do, don't you? <laughs> no. Yeah. You know you do. do. We'll make him do anything and you still want to, won't you? <laughs> yes. Yes. There's like uh I saw like a TikTok meme that was just like bisexual women, like one of two guys. One is like golden retriever great g- gamer guy, and the other is like the nastiest little fuck boy you've ever met. And it's just like that's Kakashi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So their training gets interrupted by a messenger telling them to come back to the village because Asuma is fucking dead. Yeah, yeah, dude. Seeing the light literally leave Naruto's eyes in that scene yeah. was hmm. wild. Yeah, yeah. Great, great animation and great slowdown of mm-hmm. not, actually not great animation, but um, great. It was kind of stuttery, whatever. It's not not super important. Uh, it was still effective. Um, um, of yeah, just like his his face going full. Like, what do you mean the ice cream store is out of mint chocolate chip? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also such a, a good boy. I know that if anyone dies, he's going to be ripped to shreds in his, his yeah. heart. Yeah, especially because like he just bonded with Asuma. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a pretty obvious statement, but it's good to remind everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, really. 
Episode 82, Team 10. Dude. Just like, okay, this episode is in a league of its own. The animation... I can't believe they did this. ...like, takes it to a whole other world. Like, and I know this episode actually technically counts as a filler episode, I'm pretty sure, because... Oh, really? I don't think it... I don't... Well, it's canonical, of course, but, like, I don't think the manga can translate, uh... I don't think the mega has these same panels in it, really. So, oh, right. um, yeah. So I think technically, technically, it counts as a filler episode, but it's like not. It's like still canon for the mo- for everything. Um, but yeah, the episode is in a league of its own. The animation is incredible, and you can tell just by the start of it. All the colors are completely muted. Just Kurnai's yeah. face, just in shock, like is what you're yeah. greeted with at the beginning of this episode, and it's just insane. Like it's so intense, and it does not let go of that intensity for yeah. the entire episode. When I first yeah. when I first started watching, I was like, "Oh, they're just doing some." Sometimes Naruto does some zany high art shit, yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what I thought they were doing. <laughs> I thought they're like, "Okay, you guys have seen horror anime. We're doing that right now. Uh, you know, we're gonna go fish-eyed sicko mode lens on Kur and I, and instead of you know go through the scene of Shikamaru telling, like, I can't one, I can't believe they did that. Like, I every single moment of this episode, I can't believe they did that. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I we said it up top. I do believe this is the best episode of Naruto. Um, parentheses yeah. no fighting um it's the the highest quote-unquote art one um yeah. part of it you know works because it looks like a ghibli mo- uh, show movie so there is a little bit of that sort of like sadness mm-hmm. in just like that that sort of weird like uh, uh uh tv like media sadness that you both hate and love to watch mm-hmm. just to like see uh, uh complicated people work through grief and there's yeah. like so much of that that every single first of all, I thought this episode was 47 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. As of all the scenes. But yeah, it was I cannot believe the way they started it. Like it. Was so impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I just want to know which executive like kicked the door into the animator room and was just like, we ain't got no budget for this one, y'all. Yeah. Cap it out. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I want everybody. No dry eyes. Yeah. Ape shit. <laughs> How much paper? I don't give it. Use all of it. You want? Yeah. We don't have a budget this episode. Act up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> We're thinking about making. We are actually thinking about making Shikamaru the main character. So all in, and then we're gonna do a little test. All right. See what's yeah. up, see what the the fucking people at home like. Yep. <laughs> I mean, Sakura-san like went fucking off. Jesse. Which animators worked on this? Do you have them off the top of your head? I can tell you. Someone's calling me right now. Uh oh. Who? I don't. Is it the Sakuga Sakuga is calling? (laughs) He's like, hey, he's on the phone right now. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh god, I'm opening Spotify. No, I need to go to Twitter. (laughs) Oh please, Twitter, work with me. Okay, so I do have some facts on this. Um, We got do do do. You know what? I got to go to the chat logs. You know what? We might take take a second here. (laughs) It's all good. I'm trying to get a free gamer chair. So, you know, let's go. Oh, hell yeah. Free free gamer gamer chair. chair. Keep refreshing that link. Um, so. The animation director is Hirofumi Suzuki, who also did the Zabuza episode we saw previously and the Gara vs. Rock Lee fight um, we saw previously. And then um, the actual animator for 
not the entire episode, but for some of the more impactful scenes as Hirato Tanaka. Um, I'm not sure what other I'm not sure what else they work on. I didn't look it up beforehand, but um, they do the part where Shikamaru is talking to their father and they have that really intense conversation. Um, He animates that part. Hell yeah. Thank you. Yeah. This is an adult episode. It is just like. Just so fuck. There's a word that um, reserve. That's not the right word, but basically, just like uh, doesn't go all off. You mm-hmm. know, it's it has the confidence to have th- like this very Should small do. dialogue shogi yeah. episode. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, shogi, right. Uh, because scene. like so little happens in this episode, and yet so much happens in this episode at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. And. They use very small things to convey a huge amount of emotion mm-hmm. very impactfully, yeah. which is it's hard to do, but they really succeed. Absolutely. Yeah. This episode really liked to be quiet. Like there were so many <gasps> like it's, we're going to be quiet and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you hear the dialogue, period. We're using music very sparingly. Yeah, <laughs> where yeah. we need it. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be quiet. That Here reminds me because I thought the sound of Yamato walking over to Kakashi and um, Naruto to tell him about um, uh, Asuma dying. I thought I was, I, the way his footsteps sounded really jumped out to me because it sounded bad. So you know, the quiet and the sound of this episode is such a great point. Yeah. Of like, there's no, it's not really jarring. There's just like, they crank up uh, um, moody Japanese uh, cicadas and such vibes to 11. Um, it's really, it really is like, such a um a confident sort of choice there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so the episode starts off with Kuranai getting the bad news and the scene is framed like a horror movie trailer yeah. like it's terrifying it's in black and white with just red mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah just her red eyes looking out yeah so it's funeral time everybody's mm. sad and the whole scene is very undersaturated with sad colors where is Shikamaru, though? Why isn't he at the funeral? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the way they're just like, where is he? Mm-hmm. Not here. So he'd be here. As opposed to, you know, making it kind of big and showy. It was very, you know, good. And, you know, at this point, I'm like, okay, they're really going artsy-fartsy with this. Let's see where that, how the ball gets dropped. And not, I wasn't really saying that per se, but there was a sort of bit of like, protecting myself yeah uh, right uh and it never drops yeah <laughs> yeah it gets thrown but in a different emotional making mm-hmm, way mm-hmm. they throw the ball at you and you're like i'm crying yeah yeah so it turns out chikamaru's just laying on a roof fucking with asuma's zippo lighter God. he wanders around the village for a bit just watching life go on as usual and this to me, is when you realize that they are going to treat grief seriously. Yes. Because I'm yes. sure we can all relate to a point where we've had something absolutely devastating happen. And just the surreal feeling of just watching life go on mm-hmm. normally and just everyone yes. being unaffected by what's just happened, even though it feels like the end of the world. Yeah, I actually so in college, I took a class on um, it was called Death and Dying, and it was a <gasps> class on grief specifically. Um, and I wanted to learn 
how to comfort people because at the time I had not really experienced that much grief myself. And so I wanted to learn how do you comfort people who are going through grief? And Mm -hmm. what I learned is there's nothing you can really do. There's, (laughs) you can only be there for the person and that's kind of it. Um, there's nothing you can say. There's no magical words that's going to make it better. It sucks and it's hard and it's really just the worst to go through. And you just got to like, be there for the person at the end of the day. Um, yeah. And I think this episode does a really fantastic job of describing grief. Like we see Shikamaru here kind of clearly in denial about the whole thing, like not wanting to confront it, not wanting to yeah. deal with the emotions at all and just pushing them off, pushing them off. And then, you know, later he has to confront those emotions and he has a full breakdown because of it. And it's just, I don't know, like it's just magical the way they do it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. No, I mean, the it's so I keep saying the same shit over and over again because I just keep they keep nailing every single scene. But it's like so deep and mature. Uh, and uh, maybe eventually I'll find a good synonym for that uh, to just show him quietly watching kids play. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, like like you said, it's so fucking jarring when you're just having a tornado of pain. And it's like, oh, I guess, yeah, people are still going to the grocery store. I guess yeah. kids are still playing sword fights. It's uh, it just like rips you out of the sort of like uh, things are about me. Why is that? It's how dare they play sword fight when uh, Asuma is dead? How dare they when I, I feel this? But then again, you know, he's still very much just like, yep. And he goes about his day, which I think is just such a great choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so this is the part that's just like, ooh, he has to break it to a nice old lady that Asuma died before he could pay off his tab. Yeah. God, that's such a good choice. That's in Beta Brothers. So I believe, I believe they must have simply watched the hit program Band of Brothers <laughs> and did that. Because in Band of Brothers, a guy goes to pick up his laundry and she's like, oh, these guys haven't come pick theirs up yet. And she just hands them laundry after laundry and they go like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Damn. Yeah. Just like to be in funeral clothes and to have someone recognize you on the street and be like, oh, tell Asuma hey and tell him to come pay off his tab and to have to be the one to break it. Just like he died. His funeral was today. And like the old lady's reaction of just being like, oh, I heard somebody died. I had no Mm -hmm. idea it was him. Mm -hmm. And she just breaks down. Yeah. 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 I had to banish the thought of didn't a thousand people just die in the filler why is awesome so special like, that's not the point timothy he's a main character why you gotta skip the filler baby <laughs> but also that dick he was giving yeah. it yeah. mm-hmm. i heard a hawkeye died it's like yeah. yes a hawkeye did die damn yeah and also he was the third hokage's son so like yeah he's probably pretty well known yeah so he goes and sits out on the porch in a daze until night falls. And I think the choice to have Shikamaru just sort of like in a fugue state. Yeah. Yep. And just like detached from his grief is such a good choice. Oh, I love the choice of him just staring for the entire day because mm-hmm. that's just so real. When you are in grief, when you're in it, time doesn't mean anything to you. You lose track yeah. of it. It's completely like unknown to you at that point. And like for him to just sit there and stare, I don't know. That was so relatable of like, I, yeah, that's what I would do, too, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they didn't even zoom in on his face and do like, look how numb he is. Look how he's not letting anything in, in. which is why I think when he walks around town and just kind of just like looks at the kids for a second and is able to talk to that shop owner and stuff like that. 
you know, the fact that Shikimaru, because Shikimaru just seems like a guy that can keep his shit together, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they just have him just kind of like staring as opposed to just being like staring at a wall, right? And the quote unquote camera angle of all these times he's just staring is such a good choice because they don't like maybe he is staring blankly. And if we had it full on on his face, he would have dead eyes uh, and just barely holding to hit together. But, you know, the way that they show it here, it's just like. You know, maybe he's doing this, maybe he's doing that. Mm-hmm. It's clear he's not moving yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I love too that the show makes it very clear that time is passing through showing the weather changing, but also through showing like his mom coming out and being like, Look, I'm still living my life. We're all still living our lives. You know. Yeah. Um, life is going on even though your life is stopped right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good point. So his dad invites him to play Shogi to help get his mind off of things. And this is such a good fucking scene. This is the scene that Jesse was talking yes. about. <laughs> the scene bangs. Yeah. This bangs so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, think- also, I also oh. want to say uh, that, again, the choice of not showing the faces of his parents in the oh. previous scene is such a great choice. Like, I can't believe how quote unquote artistic this episode is mm-hmm. like every single scene is better than the one before it and is just so laser drilled into what they're trying to do. And then the best scene, which cements it as the best show or the best episode of Naruto is this one. Yeah. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And something I wanted to talk about before we talk about the scene itself is like we were talking about the use of sound and throughout yeah. This scene, the conversation has a tempo that's accompanied by them placing shogi pieces on the board and sort of the tempo of the clack, 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 because they seem to be responding pretty regularly. And when that's interrupted is when the tension in the scene sort of rises up. And it's small Mm -hmm. cues like that, like Shikamaru changing his position that just throws up off sort of the rhythm that they have in the conversation and shows yeah. that something is going on with Shikamaru. And I thought that was such a smart and subtle and mm-hmm. effective choice. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And, and and this is like the first time he is putting up those barriers other yeah. than simply feeling nothing and trying to act normal, but not going off the rails, but the way he changes his body posture. And I, I can't believe, I just love that they use his dad. Yes. Yeah. yes. I can't believe they did that. Yeah. Like, it is such yeah. a beautiful, the one non-orphan of like two in the entire town. <laughs> and this like dude that we get introduced as being a badass beer drinking, uh, wife loving dude. And you're also just kind of assume all the men we see, all the people really we see in the show, hashtag uh, uh, diversity win. Everyone <laughs> kind of sucks. Uh, just kind of like are very messy. You'd be like, did you go out there and do a child soldier today, son? Uh, <laughs> right, right. Cry, son. <laughs> Shit like that. Um, I the way he just slowly but surely doesn't push him too hard. Yep. You know, but yep. it's like you're a child soldier. She looks like in the way he's just like you finally tell he's just like I'm getting to the point where I want to shut down. I don't want to talk about this. And they just like the, they didn't zoom in on him, and they just continue to do the clack clack. Clack, he shifts forward and they clack, 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 clack. Uh, it's astounding. It's masterfully done. It's simply that, masterfully <laughs> done. So his dad starts off the conversation by asking if the Akatsuki were strong. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse Martin. <laughs> right? he does, he does, you know, that's the that's the way to do it, right? Like Jesse yeah. said, 
you're not going to be like, hey, man, let me help you through this grief. It's like one, just sort of talk about the sort of situation without talking about the situation Mm -hmm. and know that that's probably what your your tactical genius son is thinking about. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. I love here the relationship between Shikamaru and Shikamaru's dad, because the bond you can immediately see there is no question between their bond and Shikamaru's dad has such a way to read right into what Shikamaru is thinking at that exact moment. It's so well, it's just so well done. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And I feel like this is the first time we get to see Shikamaru acting his age in this Mm -hmm. entire series. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because like the, the, his short answers here and just like what his dad is just like, oh, you're playing pretty rash. And he's just like, yeah. So like it reminds me of being around his age yes. and like my parents bringing up a conversation that I didn't really want to talk about or think yep. about mm-hmm. and just giving mm-hmm. him short little answers. Yep. And so like it's you get to see him being sort of vulnerable with his dad and like trying to keep that distance. But at the same time, just like, yeah, he's fucking 15 years old. Like he's just a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. So his dad asks what he's going to do since even Asuma couldn't beat them. And just the scene is so yeah. good. His dad then says he's proud of him. He's a smart <sighs> kid who wouldn't knowingly go get killed. But Asuma died. Yep. Oh, God. I And I love that part where he's like, I know you're smart. I know you're good. And Shikamaru's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not the things that you're yeah. saying about me right now. Yeah. Yeah, and you know they could have gone the like, if I would have just done this, I'd have, blah, 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 if I'd have, and they didn't. I thought the restraint here uh, is, is masterful. Uh, the fact that his dad just like you know is leading him down the grief path because I'm because we very much get the vibe of like this is what his dad would have wanted to hear when he learned how to be a child soldier himself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, you know, maybe I know another spoiler of someone else who dies. I just remembered right now. Uh, <laughs> and, and I don't know if it's it has, it has nothing to do with this particular dad. Um, but, you, you know, what are you going to do? So it's just like, you know, he sees some shit. Uh, and the fact that he's able to just kind of walk him there and force his son into normalcy, I guess is the word I'm looking for. And not force him to be like, all right. We're going to the fucking gravestone, kid. Buck up. Mm-hmm. Is what yeah. we do. We honor mm-hmm. our fallen soldiers. Right, right, I can't right, right, right. Like, it's it's so good that they made this choice to make him be such a great dad. Yeah. Because do we have that in this program? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think also that Chikamar is very smart, but I think he has a high emotional intelligence as well mm-hmm. because of. Especially with him reaching out to Choji when he was a kid and just like how he's able to navigate relationships when he's creating teams and he knows the best ways for people to sort of work together. Mm -hmm. So his dad knows because he is so sensitive and because he understands his emotions, like he needs to give him the outlet because if he doesn't, Shikamaru is just going to feel like he needs to be the responsible one and take care of himself like he takes care of other people and just keep it together Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. that's his role sort of within the team. Yeah, absolutely. So as soon as his dad says, but Asuma died, there's a beat and then Shikamaru flips over the shogi board and he asks what his dad is getting at. Is he calling Shikamaru a coward? Because he already knows that. Oof, 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 oof. Oh! Yeah. And it's just like, 
the guilt the guilt is weighing on him so yeah. much yeah, yeah. and you, you, you and you know that like in this moment shikamaru knows my dad is making me play shogi because of <laughs> depression because of grief yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and you can just tell that he is done with it very quickly uh, and I just love that he's like, quit talking. Say what you want to say. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, it's just such a perfect uh, reaction as again, as opposed to him being like screaming about like how it's his fault. It's, his, it's my fault. It's my fault. It's my fault. That was a quick like, what the fuck are you trying to say? I already know I fucked up. Yep. Yeah. yeah he's like expecting to get scolded. It almost feels like he's like, you're going to lecture yeah. me. You're yep. going to like maybe feel like shit. Let's go. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get out of the way. Mm-hmm. I deserve it. Right. Because mm-hmm. everything that Shikamaru's dad says is so pinpointed. Like every. Yes. Everything he says is just very it's articulated to the nth degree of I'm saying each of these questions with such deliberation behind them. And there's a point to it. And the point is, I want you to show your emotions. I want to dredge those emotions out of you. I want to see that sorrow. I want to see you grieve. Like you need to go through these emotions to get through this. So he's purposefully picking at Shikamaru to get those emotions out of him. And it, and I've never seen a show do this so immaculately yeah. well. <laughs> yes, no. yes, yes. Yeah, as absolutely. we're talking, it's going from best episode of Naruto to being like an all-time television episode, mm-hmm. uh, uh, nailing it, its theme. You know, obviously yeah. the episode where Jack gets his tattoos and lost is all-timer, but <laughs> you know, like the, the like masterfully completing what you set out to do. Um, huh. I cannot believe. I just can't believe it. I have nothing more interesting to say other than saying it's restrained and I can't believe they did this. It's uh, <laughs> like over and over and over again. I can't believe you've done this. One of the reasons why Naruto is the best shonen story of all time is because how much it humanizes its super powered protagonist. Yeah. Like it's very rare to get such a delicate and emotional portrayal of people we're supposed to look up to as heroes. They're supposed to be like teen wonder kids and they're supposed to have yeah. it all figured out. But Naruto, and as we'll see later, like it takes the time to say that, yeah, they're just kids. Mm-hmm. They're supremely fucked up things going on around them. Yeah. And it, 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 you know, it'll fuck them up. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This episode is the episode that made me be from like Naruto's a really good show to, oh my God, Naruto's one of the best shows. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah I just want to like, hear them talk about the choices because like yeah so often we we it's almost like a weird version of how do they capture the sick shit and choose to put it upon um the screen in a filmic way like how do they take the manga panels um you know the already great story um but like for this one it's very much like it's so directed Mm -hmm. in a way that so the others don't feel and so and also in a way that a lot of times like 20 minute TV episodes don't, and they don't, it's not a lot of time to work with. Right. right? Um, and it, like, I don't think about how did you make the scene choice? Uh, the way that I do, uh, 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 the way that I do other shows and other parts of the show, it's usually just like on the whole, how did you sort of achieve the goal you set out for? But like, uh, this is like every single scene. Like, how did you achieve your goal? And how, like, I, I want to watch like a fucking essay. Yes. Like a yeah. video essay by like oh, nice. a, a, a very smart YouTubist that will also make me cry. Just being like, and, and this and everything he does points to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's master shit. 
Yeah, like whoever wrote and directed this has a great love for these characters in this story, yeah. and it really comes across. Absolutely, oh, yeah. and it's Shikamaru. I like yeah. it comes up every now and again um, because I, you know when we first started the podcast, I didn't know which characters to sort of like focus in on of like all of these zany extra boys, and it's like. Yeah, Jesse said Shikamaru Rock. And I was like, cool, he's kind of annoying. He's a misogynist, but he isn't. Um, he has a cool power, but he's kind of goofy. Uh, and, you know, I've said it like a couple times now. I just love when they they do cool show Shikamaru because yeah. he is like, I knew Rock Lee. I already knew Rock, Rock Lee has that like astounding gif. So we all know Rock Lee rules. Uh, and, uh, I, I somewhat knew of Naruto, but the fact that like. Shikamaru feels like the hidden gem, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. once you get past your your Garas, your Rockleys, and your Naruto's, uh, there's just like this soft, emotional, awesome center that is Shikamaru. I can't. I I just again, I can't believe uh, on top like the fifth, the nineteenth level of this is like not only is everything else happening, but this type of episode is being used on Shikamaru. Yep. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Not on Naruto. Not on Naruto. Not on, Naruto. Not Naruto. Not on the main character, no. <laughs> Not on Sasuke. He deserves it. Not on he deserves Sakura. it. <laughs> and let this be a lesson to all of us that Jesse is a great judge of character. <laughs> Never go against Jesse's decision. I was like, oh, yeah. he's mean. It's simple. It doesn't. It's simple as that. <laughs> Stan Shikamaru, DM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So like God, Jesse good said. Good for a good oh, friend God. Tom for nailing this one. Yeah. You know? right? True mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like Jesse, like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so like Jesse said, uh, his dad basically says, "Buddy, I'm not trying to pick at you. I'm just trying to let you let your emotions out." And as he leaves the room, Shikamaru breaks down. Yep. Oh god, this part <sighs> is so good, and I know I just keep saying Slaps. that about every single part. But what else are you gonna say? But right, <laughs> what else are you gonna say? <laughs> this right. part is so good. The part, okay, so. Shikamaru immediately starts to break down and the emotion they manage to convey on his face is immaculate, yes. incredible. Um, yeah. And then the, the his dad says, and I'll be here for you. Ah, uh, <laughs> God. Oh my God, I'm, yeah. I'm tearing up again. Fuck, man. Like, fellas, you ever had not a great relationship with your dad? Come on. Yeah. And the anime dad's bang. Yeah. In- yeah. When I was, I watched this in the dub and the sub because I'm, I like hurting myself. In the sub, I really liked the bit that his father says because he says, and I'll pick up all your pieces. Yes. And it's kind of one of those things where like it's a double bit talking about the shogi pieces all over the floor and also like all of this that Shikamaru leaves behind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And such, and like giving into your grief somewhat does. Uh, feel like and has been uh, uh, um, sort of uh, been akin to shattering, breaking yes, of yes. yourself. Like mm-hmm. you put this hardness around your heart and it finally breaks. It's been such a consistent sort of like uh, media sort of uh, uh, trope, parentheses good, of of there you you crack to pieces, you fall to pieces, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a great line. That's a, a fucking killer line. Yeah. And yeah. I, uh, I think I'll be here for you is weirdly not just as good because not as clever but again just hearing the like no matter what bitch <laughs> you're, yeah. you're, you're hug city usa i'm a good dad everybody <laughs> deserves rogerzian unconditional positive regard <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. true that i just love the juxtaposition of 
how we met Shikamaru's dad and then yeah, this bit. Yes, yes. Right, but that's so, so like, much. like real life, you know? Like when you're when you're just hanging out with buds, you're having a good time, you're having fun, you know, all that kind of stuff. Life goes on and then when shit happens, your real character comes out. And Shikamaru's yeah. real yeah. character's like Shikamaru's dad's real character comes out in this moment yeah. and is like, No, I'm a good fucking dad and I'll fucking be here for you through this whole mess. Yeah. yeah, like he's not that like drink. A, a douche. Like he's observant. He's paying mm-hmm. attention. Yeah. He's like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm watching you, my son. I know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and, and dudes that drink shitty beer have the deepest emotional intelligence. So I think true. Everyone, everyone knows Amen, that. Boom. But, <laughs> Say it. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like just the three rowdy adults that you just assume are never around because they're off killing kings and shit like that. Like the fact that and another thing too is like I didn't think they lived. They've got they moved out of their apartment or something like that. Uh, I feel like we saw his house previously and uh, it wasn't this. And, I, and I'm not sure if it was in Shippuden. I think it was, in fact, not Shippuden. Um, maybe it was. I don't know if I can, maybe whatever. But I feel like we saw his house before. And I just love that even if it's like this isn't where the the the, the Naras live. Uh, but you know what? Aesthetically, they do now. <laughs> they, do <laughs> now. they took over. <laughs> His dad is finally like, well, the the Achias aren't using it. So <laughs> I guess real things are real cheap over there, guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> But yeah, like it's like, haunted though. Because <laughs> yeah. it felt like before it was just kind of like a standard apartment. Um, I might be just interpreting it incorrectly, and it could have always been this 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 way of like a very like quote unquote traditional house manner, what have you. Uh, but even that completely goes to support the scene because so much of it is. I am closing our sliding style door so that you can have your grief in private because you're obviously not wanting to do it in mm-hmm, front of mm-hmm. anyone. And then when the door is closed, I need to have a wall that I can talk through to tell you that I am here for you no matter what. Yeah. 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 Chills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just I really oh, so well done. That was all I was going to say. Just so well done. <laughs> Speaking of their house, I really like the the deer mural yes. that was painted oh, on the wall. Yes. Stop staring at it. Like, I would love if we get another episode of Shippuden and they're back in like their sh- apartment. It's like, no, we we were in an Airbnb. I thought he needed to grieve in an Airbnb. <laughs> oh yeah, a grief vacation. Fucking take me there, honey. You're barely touching your Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, and. The one thing I wanted to say is that, like, Shikamaru looks so young when he finally just starts crying. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, he just looks really young yeah. in the scenes, which I think is good. He is a, he is a child. He yeah. deserves to cry like one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure it would have been as effective if we watched an animated Sakuga Ghibli uh, Shikamaru cry. I think I think it would have hurt to watch. Um, but I think there is a... <laughs> Uh, restraint and um uh closing the door yes yeah having even Mm -hmm. him you know we the audience are now separated from that Mm -hmm. uh, from Mm -hmm. him going through his grief like even we can't be there with him yeah and uh oh my god yeah Uh, absolutely it's it's, yeah it's, it's insane so Shikamaru lies on the floor after getting everything out. Mood. Real as shit. Real as shit. Yep. That, the floor yeah. is always there for you. Yep. <laughs> it is good to remove. Gravity, man. It's got your back. 
<laughs> just staring up at the fucking ceiling, just like, I guess I'm still alive. I guess I need to move yep, now. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> the spell is broken. I have to pee. <laughs> I'm not going to pee myself. I guess. Yeah. I have to pick my shit up. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, because after the crash, and this is jumping out a little bit, but after the crash comes this determination. And I yes. love that. The fire has not mm-hmm. gone out in Shikamaru. Like, it is still there and it is still roaring and ready to go. Yeah. And, like, yeah. the fact that he gets up and then resets that shogi board and is like, oh, no, I'm figuring this shit out right now. I I yeah. love that because I've been in that exact position where, like, I've been completely shattered by something and just destroyed and then been like, I'm not letting this defeat me. I have to I have to get up. I have to keep going. And like that's exactly where Shikamaru is. I have to get up. I have to keep going. I have to keep trying. I have to figure a way out of this. I have to figure out the weakness of the Akatsuki or else they're going to take over the fucking village. Like, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also think that like for two seconds, it uh, it completely works as a different thing, which is. um. <laughs> You had a tantrum and you threw a beer bottle against the wall. <laughs> and what are you going to do when you finally realize that you're back in the real world? Yep. You get out the broom, <laughs> you get out the dustpan. Uh, and then I just love that. Yeah. Like you said, Jesse, it just transitions like, no, I'm figuring this the fuck out. Mm-hmm. So I think it works for two seconds. I would like to believe that maybe he just start like, I guess I'll fucking clean and then saw like the king piece. I don't quite read uh wait a second i can do this oh i just have to throw them off the table um, <laughs> true yeah, so as he slowly starts picking up the shattered shogi pieces he seems to suddenly realize something and frantically begins placing pieces back on the board he plays through their previous Akatsuki battle in Shogi, going over it over and over again, which I thought was so cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, and the music here is so well the done, music, too. Yeah, the music picking up and just going all over the place, it's very good. And just, like, it's kind of really good advice of framing something, using something you understand and have control mm-hmm. over to help you sort of brainstorm how to move forward. Right, right. right. Absolutely, because, like, I love I love that he has to reframe it in Shogi. Not that he has yeah. to, but that it's easier for him to understand and and it relates to him more when he's doing yeah. it on Shogi versus in real life or in like a strategy whatever or whatever. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think it's like a like an easy quote unquote trick for for, you know, the screenwriting zones like okay, well, you know, he might probably try to figure this out another way, but What's a super easy way to show it? And what has been a constant theme with his relationship with Asuma? Shogi, yep. let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, and it completely works. I just wish I knew what the fuck was happening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> same, 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 same. Same. It's definitely lost on the, on the English. I love that this scene is like bookended with Shogi and the question of yeah. what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it starts with his dad asking, what are you going to do while they're playing Shogi? And he's like, oh, fucking, like, shut up. I don't care. And then this part, he's just like, I know what to fucking do. And yeah. it's like doing Shogi. Yeah. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm the Queen's Gambit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what is Shikamaru up to? He flips through books, the library, goes over his ninja tools, and then goes to visit Chogi. Choji. Chogi. <laughs> Come on, Chogi. Chogi. <laughs> he's the king. <laughs> yes. 
Sweet Choji is hungry, lying in a <laughs> hole. Damn. Same. No oh explanation. God. Perfect scene. <laughs> yeah. Choji's parents lit. Oh my right. god, his mom was right. so hard. The mom want- just running out to Shikamaru and just being like, oh my god, Shikamaru, I'm so sorry about what happened. Like, I don't know, just... Yeah. Each each interaction Shikamaru has with a different like relationship in his life in these stages of grief yeah. is very well articulated. Whether yeah. it's the shop owner, whether it's Choji's mom, uh, Choji's dad even, um, they all... <laughs> interact with him in a different way and they all react in a different way and i think it's mm-hmm. really interesting and really well done yeah because so we're you- used to naruto whenever he goes anywhere he's like you fucker yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. i will say choji's mom is the platonic ideal of a mom every mm-hmm. mom yep. should be shaped that way mm-hmm. she should give you big hugs and she should smell like soap and she should cry yes mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. and there's something about the mm-hmm. i'm just gonna say the ghibli style i mean that's i'm sure super reductive and not true but there is something about like a sort of larger mom character in the ghibli style ghibli style uh where it's like they you know they move a little bit uh uh, but there's such a sort of like warmth to them yes that like it's it's immediately suggests like oh you know she she gives good hugs and that's why she's this way Mm -hmm. if a mom ain't shaped like the venus of willendorf i don't want her (laughs) you know her potato salad slaps oh my god yes bangs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes yes absolutely I do not know why Choji is in the hole, and I am not going to further question why Choji is in the hole, but it, it works. It is such a weird, maybe great, cho- like, genius choice, I'll go ahead and say, why not? I like to think that that is his, like, grief hole, and he's just, like, he keeps out of the grief hole because he's just sad. He yeah, I, I think Choji turned into ball. And yeah. grief rolled into the ground. <laughs> yeah, because until he was too hungry to get out. Says something of like, couldn't go any deeper or something like that. I don't know. Being like, oh, this is just Choji doing his ball tricks in the mountains. Yep. Mm-hmm. Behind mm-hmm. their house. Behind yeah. their house. <laughs> he just rolls into a ball and, and digs deep. Yeah, it's like, like half training and half. I am a sad, shy little boy. So if I just go under the earth, no one will disturb mm-hmm. me while I am right. sad yeah. about my yeah. teacher dying. Yeah. <laughs> my name's Choji. I have to burn 87,000 calories a day. And yet people <laughs> still make fun of me right. for eating. Right. Uh, so Shikamaru delivers him some lunch from his sweet mom. After eating, Choji immediately asks Shikamaru what the plan is, which I love yes, so much. Yes, perfect. Yes. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Choji knew exactly what time it was. Mm-hmm, so are we mm-hmm. doing it? Oh, what's the line they say? Are we doing it? How are we doing it? Or something like, something like yeah, that, right? Something yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. The way they do relationships, not only in this episode, but in the entire series, especially Choji and Shikamaru's relationship is just so well done. I love that they don't yeah. need to say, they don't even need to complete sentences to each other to be able to communicate with each other. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I, I almost think that the whole thing is to confuse us to be like, no, this is they know what's happening. Mm-hmm. You don't get yeah. to know what's happening. Yeah. This yeah. is an intimate moment between homies. Like, yeah. <laughs> Choji's in his hole. Shikamaru <laughs> knows what that means. They have an inside joke about the hole. Dear, right. dear viewer, you're not you're being gifted by being able to see inside the hole. Yes. Right. Yes. And I, I love that they are such good friends that they know Shikamaru well enough to know that. By the time he comes to us, 
he knows what he wants the next step to be. Mm-hmm. So Rampage. we need to leave him alone until he comes to us. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. a great point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he goes to Eno, who immediately is also just like, I'm in. Say the fucking words. Like, yep. my, my family's flower shop? Fuck them. Let's Fuck fucking em. go. I got my sneakers on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like she was just like, like literally like dressed. Because I think the scene before that, wasn't she just like chilling in her room? And then all of a sudden she's like, yo, what's up? Hair's up. What are we doing? We're out. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They, and I, I did notice that she does. She doesn't have casual clothes when she works at the um, flower shop, which is another reason why it's so funny when, when Sakura does go casual mode. Um, but yeah, because like Shikamaru pushes back just a kiss, and he's like, "No, man, I I needed to do it, or it's too dangerous." But he doesn't go a second time. He just tries it the once. Shows just fuck that, and I'm coming. And Shikamaru does the exact same thing to Eno, but with less of a you know sort of like protest about her going because he kind of delivers it the same way of like hey man i'm stepping out uh i need you to help me with something or something like that because mm-hmm. uh, he does say like to choji like oh i have an idea uh and it sort of seems like shikamaru is going to go on a death <laughs> parade and he'll have choji do like something weird but then the, when he gets to Eno, it's you can just imagine that Choji's like, I'm not doing that. I'm coming with you, dummy. Uh, and when Eno, when he, he kind of does the same thing of like, all right, um, I'm leaving. But, you know, and you do this one thing. He's like, no, I'm coming with you too, dumbass. He's like, okay, fine. Let's go. Weak. You could tell that Shikamaru is finally taking Asuma's advice seriously of just like rely on your friends to have your back. You make the plan and they will follow you. And it's shown through their actions that like, yeah. Choji and Eno know this already. Yep. Like they are mm-hmm. fucking ready Down. to go. They know Shikamaru so fucking well. And yeah. As soon as they see him, they're just like, "All right, you got a plan. Let's fucking go." Yeah, yeah. We he know didn't what come to the funeral. Uh, he's working through it in his own time. I respect my homie uh, enough to to figure it out. And when he comes to me, uh, uh, may God not be in our path, for he too shall die. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They're yes. So good and sweet, and they support each other, and they know each other so well. That is like real fucking friendship. Yeah. I love the only it. way it would be better True. is if they, if like Eno pulled out a shotgun and like <laughs> cocked it. Like let's go. <laughs> because they are you say we're killing those motherfuckers, right? Oh like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. yeah, we're they're dead. All of they're them. Dead. Deleted. <laughs> Let's leave in the middle of the night so we don't get yelled at. Uh, so Shikamaru then finally visits Asuma's grave and lights up a cigarette for his ghost to smonk on. Dude. <laughs> that was such yeah. a cool grave yes. for a moment. I was like, that grave's cool for some reason. Yeah. When the kids... Okay, so there have been these kids throughout the entire episode that have been doing, like, random shit. And then you find out mm-hmm. they're, like, picking flowers for the graves and cleaning the graves and all that shit. And when the kids delicately placed that flower crown on Asuma's grave. That was the moment that got me. That I was just yeah. tearing up and I was like, oh, yeah. fuck, it's over for me. Yeah. <laughs> and the way they also, like, run away is complicated. I have no idea what the vibe was. My immediate thoughts, like, they're afraid of Shikamaru, but probably not. I think it's supposed to simply be kids like to run. I think that's that simple. Yeah. But for a second, I was like trying to think dim- uh, deeper. It's like, oh, they want to give Shikamaru space. I know. I think the kids are just being kids. But uh, I do think it is such a fun choice, though, throughout that scene of 
having them do something so specific, mm-hmm. but so normal. And then yeah. you have to imagine yeah. Shikamaru probably chuckles and then yeah. like tokes one up. Right. And then just seeing how adorned Asuma's grave was oh, with God. gifts yeah. and things like mm-hmm. that, that also really got me where I was just like, oh, yeah. fuck, I'm crying. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> such a great shorthand. Mm-hmm. And I love how it's implied that Shikamaru didn't feel like he could visit Asuma until he had a plan yep. in mind. Yep. I That's think it's because point. he felt too guilty yep. to face yeah. Asuma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I completely agree. A little side piece that I also appreciated was in the previous episode, they talked about the will of fire and yeah. veneration of blah, blah, blah. And then in this episode, through the little <gasps> subtleties, you see the kids are like tending the graves mm-hmm. and like paying mm-hmm. respects. And like, so starting from a young oh, age, yeah. they are taught to You're like, so that's such a good venerate point. these people and like all that shit and i was like oh my god look <laughs> consistency Aww. right that's Aww. a great point like just says they're throughout it's like why the fuck are they here oh yeah like you said josh because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you you look at the kids playing and you think they're so detached from the realities of what's going on in the village but you, you they're not they're yeah. making flower crowns for this guy's grave yeah yeah mm-hmm. oh, i also love one small point is like one one of the kids jumps on the roof. It's like, of course, the kids in the fucking ninja village are just able to jump on yep. roofs. That would be so. <laughs> yeah. I think we mentioned yeah. before. It'd be so annoying to be a parent to a four year old who's like, I could become part of the Ambu Black. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then that one mom is like, What the fuck are you doing? Quit being a ninja on my roof. It was very yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. Now you're shooting fireballs and lightning beams at each other. And you're like, you are six. Stop. Stop it. Immediately stop. Psychos like Itachi who have already become a tune in at age six. Yep. And it's just like, oh, you're a toddler with a fucking gun that's in your body. Yeah, I've uh, I've uh, tanked my Wikipedia privileges by changing Itachi's tune uh, uh, in age uh, like 36 times. Because it's just not true. I know you said that. It's probably true. But it's not true. He's not that good. Itachi was 37 when he would not have an Itachi. This <laughs> being six. I'm sorry. Itachi's actually a fail son. He's 58 years old. Like yeah. he still hasn't graduated. That's why he killed all the cops and left. Yeah. He was trying to burn his DUI and things got quite out of hand. <laughs> he panicked. Oh, yeah. shit, 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 shit. It's like search party. <laughs> yeah. So Shikamaru then asks Asuma to watch over them as they embark on his new plan. Mm. Shikamaru, Choji, and Ino depart in the dead of night. Time for some fucking revenge. <laughs> I love this. I love that so they're good. all in on the revenge plot, too. Oh, 100%. Like, oh, yeah, man. It's good. It's simply good. I <laughs> I have no shame. So, like, a lot of shows, I feel like, shy away from revenge or are like, no, revenge is bad. You'll be, right. yeah. you know, vindictiveness is bad. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you'll be consumed by it. Right. Yeah. Sure, yeah, kill yeah. Them, but don't do it this way. Come yeah, on. exactly. It and, makes you just as bad. And, and yeah. here, instead, we show like, oh no, they're going after revenge, and like nothing is really going to stop them. And they're not doing it out yeah. of like vindictiveness necessarily. No. They're doing it they're out chipper. of yes. They're like happy. They're like excited to do this. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Lord's righteous anger. Yes. They formed a fucking posse. <laughs> Absolutely. Righteous vengeance shall, shall smite upon thee, <laughs> Zoomer and Boomer. 
But oops, M- mommy Tsunade catches them right as they're about to sneak out. Extremely what a re- boomer we- buzzkill. <laughs> yeah, I super unsure what they wanted us to feel in this moment, other than well, Tsunade is allowed to not be um, a perfect character. The other day, um, Peggy Hill was trending on twitter because people were like if there's a king of the hill reboot peggy hill has to be a better mom because you can't have that nowadays and it was like shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) kind of sucks rules because she's perfect and i you know i think they go at least in the 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 dub a little too hard to where you get that quick moment of this is Skylar from Breaking Bad to me, where what she's saying is true. But the in this instance, white blonde woman uh, is saying it, so I don't like it. But they tell you why this is happening. And it's always been true of Sonate. And I think, you know, I think they go a kiss too far. And I think they uh, it's like probably the only part of the episode that doesn't nail 10,000 percent. But it's also completely fine that it doesn't because Tsunade is also allowed to have her version of a freak out right because she's also a complicated character so they they justify it but you know um uh and maybe it's my own uh latent american man i don't like when the lady yells stuff going on there uh <laughs> that i should probably go to therapy for it's but, tough. you know i, I yeah, it's tough because I see where you're coming from, but I also completely see where Tsunade is coming from, where like right. uh-huh. a super senior Jonin just got eliminated by these Akatsuki and these three babies want to go after the Akatsuki on their own right. without a leader. Yeah. And so she's like, no, you can't go. You're just going to die. And then I'm losing people, literally, like I'm losing yeah. you as resources. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's, I think that's the, the span. And you could make the argument that, that she's just saying that. So she keeps attached i think there's a million ways to make the scene work i just think that like i always i always say like what are we supposed to think after watching this masterpiece mm-hmm. when she comes screaming at them literally screaming at them and be like don't do shit without asking me first but you know again i think you're totally right if like she's probably yeah. just being like you know I, I whatever i need to do if i need to throw rocks at you to hate me to not go out there and die like everyone i know then it's like i'm like i'm gonna give all of you necklaces and if you die right now that means i killed you and now you have to live with that and you'll become a ghost yeah yeah because i really like the one part where she delivers the line like we all live under the shadow of death you are not the only ones Mm -hmm. who have experienced death i've experienced it as well and it sucks doesn't mean i lost my head and went and got revenge yeah um so i really like that part a lot because i think she's right to question them because they are kind of babies at this point true Um, yes 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 and yeah, I don't think she's saying anything that's incorrect. It's it's in. I think, thank God, someone said that of mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, you're child soldiers. Eighty seven people just got eaten by the earth in the filler arc. Um, <laughs> right. Can't go right. like, and that's that's like a tale as old as time in um, army war um uh, media is like i don't care that you're sad you can't break the line i need you in the center here you can't go charging off after the enemy or whatever that our whole thing will break so yeah i don't think anything she says is wrong i just think in the dub at least um it's sort of uh, uh it's like who is this mean lady trying to stop our heroes <laughs> <laughs> right right go to bed grandma yeah in the sub she's pretty stern but i agree with jesse i think she's Ten thousand percent justified. If she hadn't shown up, that would have been weirder. I think because like she is the head of the Leaf Village. If 
three fucking teens could sneak out to like fucking enact justice right. on their own, like she wouldn't have been doing her job. And like, right, it's not saying, stealing an ancient scroll, you know, not something that <laughs> yeah. exactly cares about. Hey, well, that was the third Hokage. He was <laughs> old as shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's just being a bad dad, looking at his crystal ball. Yeah, he was pondering orb. Yeah, he was pondering orb like Yeah, but yeah, like she said, she's like, I've lost people who were close to me. Like I've lost people I've yeah. loved, and like you have to live with it. You yeah. cannot just run out and kill people because you're sad that somebody died. Yeah, which is true. And I think her her montage is also masterful. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I think. It is uh, I, I will also go to say it, that is it is sort of a thing that happens in media where the woman has to be the the head of reason. And she's like, don't you think I want to go buck shit and go yeah. kill her? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I definitely do agree that everything she's saying is true. Um, um, and, you know, I think it is a uh, a masterful wielding of Tsunade's trauma here, you know, <laughs> and she doesn't even mention that like in blood. Uh, and it's such a cool way that they show it. Right. I don't know how much of the scenes they show in the montage that are new or whatever. Um, but you know, it's, it's such an immediate like reminder. It's like, it's almost like they knew what they're doing. Right. Yeah. It's like, Oh, the audience is going to be against Tsunade for a little bit. So let's, let's crank up the like, ex- cause so much of this episode has been show and not tell. Yeah. And it sort of feel like they tell you here. So I think, uh, that's also a masterful choice. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I feel like it's more meaningful coming from Tsunade because she has lived so much of her life in the shadow of grief. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when she is coming out and saying just like, yo, hey, like I've been, I've been down this path. Don't fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I think she's well within her rights to be like, stop, stop. You're yeah. 15. Stop, stop. Get back <laughs> <in> the house. <laughs> so you, know what, you know what I think it is? I just remembered is because her entire attitude from the filler is I don't want to get yelled at by old people anymore. <laughs> I had to throw away my fake arms and my, my secret alcohols. So true, that's what true, I came into it as. So I'm no longer accidentally a misogynist because I'm raised in a shitty country. I'm actually good now. Hell yeah. Yes. Blame the old people. I, yeah, to, to me, it was, I, I got the vibe of her almost testing them in a, in a way mm-hmm. as well. Oh, being yeah. like, are you being hot headed and flying off or because the three of them in retort, to her commentary just seemed so like even tempered. Yeah. Like we know what we're doing. Like we're not rushing out to be stupid. Like, yeah. Especially was, Shikamaru. Like the mm-hmm. other two yeah. were kind of like, Oh God, Tsunade's mm-hmm. here. But Shikamaru did was on phase. He was like, Oh no, we're still doing this. Whether you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like only Shikamaru can talk to her that way. Yep. And I think they both know it. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, upon being caught by Tsunade, Shikamaru says, That's not a problem, right? The mission to capture the Akatsuki still hasn't been finished, so I made a new team. What a cheeky little scamp. <laughs> just a perfect line. Just a kind yeah. of shitty kid line, too. Like, it just has enough of that, that kind of sting to it. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> but War Mommy, isn't the job to capture the bad boys? Oh, <laughs> I hadn't heard that Asuma died. <laughs> He's a little stinker. Right. He can have a little of a, a cheeky as a treat. Yep. Yes. 
Tsunade tells him not to be selfish and join the team that she decides, but Shikamaru says, just send a backup because he's already formulated the plan. <laughs> also a perfect, oh, yeah. perfect line. Yes. And I love how he's being so moody this entire time of like flicking the lighter on yes. and off the entire time. Yes. Another amazing sound, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Teens. Tsunade asks if number one, this is for revenge, and number two, if they want to fucking die. But Shikamaru replies that Asuma is with them. He has no intention of dying. He just wants to get some dang closure, or else he won't be able to live. Oh well, thank God. If you have a ghost with you, then I th- oh, go ahead. Right, right. right. She said that first. Why did you not say that you can go fight God because the ghost of your uh, grief <laughs> uh, spirit is with you? My 15-year-old friend. He's beating up his dad in heaven. Like, he's busy. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Tsunade tells him to fucking deal with it. Death is everywhere, and when you are a teen soldier, it's gonna happen. Shikamaru refuses to hear it, saying that Asuma's lighter will be there with them and protect them. Slightly insane line, but again, he's allowed to say it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think, too, it's because... Uh, the affect of Shikamaru's is like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, like, your response is, Tsunade, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> You're screaming yeah. at the man with, that has an, uh, a very even, low-tier emotion. <laughs> yeah. Tsunade fires back that a team needs four members, and so the three of them couldn't go anyway, but Mega Chad Kakashi comes in clutch and volunteers to go along with Team Inoshikacho. I love Amazing. this. I love he's, this. Yeah. Stan Kakashi. Yeah, he's good again. Yeah. <laughs> the idea that he was just hiding, waiting to piss off the president, yeah. and not just the president, but like Asakuga Tsunade, which we've I don't know if we've seen yet uh, because I think it was just like a plus team that did her fight yeah. before. I might be wrong. Uh, they did a really, really good job. But like yeah. when it gets that kind of like weird sicko mode, Tsunade is sitting there like, oh, and you see, then they do so much more facial animations with these mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. this style of Asakuga and you see like, God. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Kakashi says that even if Tsunade tries to stop them, they're gonna go anyway, so we might as well supervise them. Dude, yes. I, yeah, Kakashi just wins me over in this scene very easily because it's like, mm-hmm. God damn it, there he is, the hero of the day, right. coming through for everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm a douchebag 24-7 so that I can walk into a room and do shit like this. Aren't you thankful? <laughs> He's so cool. Yeah, so cool. Like, I neglect scores of 13-year-olds so that I can threaten the president of, like, you don't want to look like a little bitch, do you? Like, you don't. Oh, man, I thought you were cool. Oh, man, I thought you were cool. Well, you can't. You're powerless, and I thought you were cool. Also, you're going to look like a little punk because they're just going to do it anyways. Yep. So wouldn't it be interesting if it's your idea? I also take ideas from 13-year-olds and claim credit. Yeah, he's the best he's the scum uncle and the coolest kind yep. mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. perfect no no it's uh the kakashi's back in being okay <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it's just gonna be the constant like just tim's gonna hold kakashi up during the episode and be like bad basket god damn it yeah I should, a, I should get a kakashi um figure and like behind me when he's good 
he's in the like uh, he's in this cell and then when he's bad he's in this cell it's like yes. gosh he has to be with the uh, low tier D&D books for a little bit until he gets yeah. good you're in uncle jail Kakashi <laughs> you're with a skull Tsunade finally gives in. Thank you, Mom. Everybody say thank you. Thank you. If we had them do that, I would have screamed. (laughs) Oh, are you sure? Because we could stay. Are you totally sure? Okay, it's fine. fine. (laughs) Everybody say thank you, Tsunade. (laughs) (laughs) Quick, fucking rhyme, she says no. Shikamaru asks if Naruto will be fine without adult supervision, and he tells him that Naruto will be fine with just Yamato, and then the four immediately set off before yeah, and he's like, anything else. Your hand's fucked up. What happens? And then it's like, uh, Naruto thought I was a child predator, and he rip- he attacked me with his new move. <laughs> didn't say that. But Naruto thought I was-, I was in love with him. <laughs> so he, yeah. he gave me the worst uh, rope burn on my arm that's ever happened. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. Damn. I wish I wish Akashi would have been said, I already told uh, Naruto how to do everything. He doesn't need me anymore. I'm a great teacher. But besides that, uh, uh, perfect episode. Bangers. Bangers. Oh, man, what an episode. So fucking good. Episode 82. I mean, if you haven't watched it, please watch it. It's very good. Um, yeah, no notes. Yeah, you don't often see... Like pantheon tier all timers, right? Like, yeah, talking about the uh, might guy Kisame fight, uh, uh and, you know, and th- that thing. I mean, it's still true, but it's just like this. This transcends the shonen anime genre. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't remember uh, a, a media property that deals with grief like this in, in such a fun way without going to hack or you know um tropey like especially yeah. it's like oh we can't make him drink whiskey what do we do what do we do <laughs> yeah 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 uh, it, it it goes beyond genre it's a really fucking just great episode of tv in general mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. the power of parents honestly yeah, yeah. the three most well-adjusted ninja all have parents damn jesus christ imagine if like every kid had uh shikamaru's parents and they could just be like they would take over the fucking planet. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Choji's mom, Shikamaru's dad, just like put me in that sandwich. <laughs> Truly. You know that all three of their parents have like hooked up in various. <laughs> they have key parties. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They go camping like every year, and what happens happens. Yes. Facts. Yeah, because Ino's dad is fucking hot. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. like beautiful. Yeah. 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 He's a very hot man. <laughs> I mean, I think Shikamaru's dad is hot with all his extra scars and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a different... He, like, th- all three of them are on the, the triangles yes, of different yes, versions yes, of yes. hot, you know? Yes. The There's DILF daddy. triambulate. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another version of a DILF that isn't fit broadly by them. I it can't. isn't in one of those three. Yeah. Cars. Asuma was one, but he's gone now. They're the fucking Are blueprint. They? they really are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of think in the middle of all of them is Asuma because yeah. they're all kind mm-hmm. of dirt bags. Uh, Eno's mm-hmm. dad is be- the beautiful one, so that's like your, you know, Timothy Oliphant's for here and there. Uh, Choji's dad is the dad Harry from Stranger Bearish. Things. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Harry Bearish, yes, yes. I'm gonna make this very, Yeah, exactly, very bearish. Uh, Hopper from Stranger Things, and then 
you know, Shikamaru's dad is the bad boy with the scars. <laughs> yeah. the scars <laughs> and they all smoke cigarettes and shit like that. And in the middle is awesome. And then off the side, there's like some nerd dad that you can't help but fall in love with. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make this meme next week. <laughs> I, feel like yes. the nerd dad, I feel like the nerd dad off to the side is the fourth Hokage. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, Jesus yes. Christ. Wait, that's not his dad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I didn't All know right. that we were going to watch the best episode of Naruto tonight. Yeah, or, uh, today. yeah. Me, I did. I've been, listen, I've been waiting for <laughs> Jesse to go Super Saiyan yes. and get to her episode because it simply slaps. It just yeah, do. Jesse's recording on the top of a roof with like a microphone <laughs> and she's like pacing back and forth. It's yep, awesome. Mm-hmm, true. Yeah. And like jumping and flying. She cracked a boulder. Yeah, she's on a different reason. <laughs> This actually qualifies as a manifesto by Jess. Yeah. <laughs> Legally, this That's is all parody. <laughs> I feel like like Jesse and I specifically have like talked about this episode mm-hmm. and how it like, yeah, like yeah. simply these people came out of nowhere and they like descended from the ceiling with ropes and full like gear and they were like they said there's no budget so we're gonna yep yep dad says it's our turn to draw the episode because yes. i oh, i never got to this episode before it's like this is my first time seeing it because really? i only read the manga yeah oh yeah wow. that's right yeah that's right oh my god yeah this episode really is like good. like when i think of good like i'm like yeah naruto it's like this episode and there are a couple others that come later but they're like this one in particular i'm like oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. This yeah. One, for sure yeah and we've said it already but like the fact that a top tier episode can have no fighting Yes. Yes. Insane. Yes. Insane. Honestly, insane for a show like Naruto, which is literally all about fighting. Yeah, all about fighting. Yes. There was no fighting. There's like damn near no dialogue, damn near no music. It was like ASMR episode. Yeah. We're going to clack pieces of wood and we're going to open up a lighter, which is like one of history's coolest noises. Yeah. Uh. Yes. <laughs> yes. <sighs> yeah, God. And again, like the way that. Um, Shikamaru's face is framed with the light. Mm-hmm. It's just so cool. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. fucking cool. On top yeah. of being like a masterwork, it's also capital C cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like feel yeah. like this episode is literally a fucking Rembrandt with the way they play with lighting <laughs> yeah. in it because they go from night to day to day to night and then again from like mid dawn to day mm-hmm. at the very end of the episode and then Shikamaru playing with that lighter, yeah. fucking with the lighting every time he does. It is a fucking Rembrandt. <laughs> God, they yeah, got yeah, that totally. goddamn Kiroskuro, baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, such a good choice to like constantly add new light light sources to every scene. Yeah. Like, like, fuck, you know how hard that's gonna be. You have to get out like like fucking ruler at every goddamn angle. <laughs> <laughs> you have to draw the little thing, bring the string <laughs> out. Yeah. yeah, wild. I stand mm-hmm. truly and honestly. Mm-hmm. Naruto rocks. Yeah, Naruto good. Naruto good. Naruto good. Eighth- any final thoughts before we end the episode? I think, you know, this episode, obviously, I've said it a hundred times already, but it's my favorite. It's my favorite for a reason. We a very elongated discussed as to why. Um, but, 
you know, like I said, if you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. It's definitely worth a watch. If you've only read the manga, I feel like this episode specifically is worth watching. Um, oh, yeah. Um, it's just an incredible insight into grief, an incredible insight into just emotions. Um, and if you want to feel something, you can definitely watch this episode and feel something. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hell yeah. Well, that does it for this episode. Let's go ahead and give one last round of thanks to our Kages. Thank you, Carlo Espino. Thank you, Jeffrey Tian. Thank you, Simon DeMeo. Thank you, Brian Ward. Thank you, Marshall Smith. And thank you, Josh McDougall. Awesome. Well, you guys can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at NarutoRevuto. And of course, you can find us on Patreon, where we have many delicious treats for our listeners, including our monthly movie nights, all the bonus episodes we have, and of course, our wonderful Discord community that you can join. You can find our editor, Kieran, at Kieran Ramnarine on Twitter. That's K-I-E-R-A-N-R-A-M-N-A-R-N-E. Um, you can also find him on twitch.tv slash dongerzone with a three at the end. Awesome. Well, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Jucifers. That's J-U-S-I-F-E-R-S. Um, I do anime embroideries if you're interested in that. I'm working on a really big Gamabunta right now. I'm almost done yes. with it. <laughs> um, so I'm getting really close to finishing it. So check it out if you're interested. Nice. You can follow me on Twitter at Tim Lanning. I've been trying to stream more often on twitch.tv slash geeklyinc. It's been a lot of fun. Obviously playing a lot of uh, Elden Ring still. Yes. I'm at like 74 hours total playtime, um, which is like not even close to what some of our buds have done. And I think that rocks. So um, uh, it's been a lot of fun, but I definitely want to stream some other stuff. So get in there and help me be good at games. Hell yeah. Nice. My name is Josh. You can find me all across the Internet at Josh Sketh at J-O-S-K-E-T-H. Um, I act up. I tweet a bunch on Twitter. Uh, I'm a riot. I am on uh, the Geekly H Twitch stream with Tim on Thursday where I play a sweet monk um, where I punch and heal on Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern. It's a great time. We love it. You can find me on Twitter at Kim Caddies. That's at K-Y-M-C-A-T-T-Y-S. If you like my notes, you'll like my stupid ass tweets even more. Uh, right now, like Tim, I'm, I've got Elden Ring brain. All I do is tweet about Elden Ring, think about 12 <laughs> Elden Ring, hands to play Elden Ring, brain to devise Elden Ring strategies, mouth to talk about Elden Ring with my husband. Uh, yeah, and just like, I, I just post dumb shit. Like, today's question is, should I get a perm? I think I should, but if I don't like it, I can just shave my hair off. So, yeah, interesting, <laughs> fascinating discussions like that. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yes. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to live, laugh, let yourself grieve. Yep. You know, it's okay to have emotions. Yep. Just get it out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just let it out. Sasuke. And yet...